Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast, episode 38. That's the number, yeah. Big news, people. Oh. Shocktober is over, <sighs> but. It's kind of sad. It's a little sad, but we're moving on with a, a kind of an interesting story this week. Yes. About the Japanese console market. We got a great question about what's yeah. going on with the market in Japan. Um, people have been paying attention to this. Uh, I regret to inform you that the Japanese console market is dead. <laughs> And it's never coming back. Yeah. Uh, so we're we'll going to be digging into that and tell you why uh, yes. in our Q&A segment. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. But in happier news, uh, we had some really great and cute Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> in happier news, yes. Yeah. Cute Halloween costumes are a thing. Yes. Great time all of October doing Halloween things. Now we're moving on to some other things. I was Professor Turo. You are Final. Professor Turo. Why Not is he you. always scowling? What's his problem? Well, he's very serious. You live in the world of Pokemon. Smile for once, why don't you? Jeez. He has serious learning. Book learning. He's a lighten up. <laughs> <laughs> he's also wearing like a full body suit, so maybe that's why. That's true. I, I didn't have that. Too no. bad. <laughs> this is literally the black t-shirt I was he's wearing. He's wearing the a full yeah. black outfit. I was like, I can't, quite, yeah. I can't get a custom spandex made in time for Halloween. Oh, well. <laughs> it looks like something you wear with like speed skating. It looks like Gambit from the X-Men. Yeah. He, he's just wearing a brown trench coat. He also has a uh, coat, yeah. And the professor is wearing a white lab coat. So he's basically just Gambit and me combined. You're not Gambit. I liked Gambit a lot growing up. You're not Gambit. Okay. <laughs> I'm not from the bayou. Anyways, <laughs> everything, including this great discussion of Gambit, is brought to yes. you by our wonderful Patreon family. Thank you so much for all your support and making all of this possible. Please, please support us. Join us. Um, and consider signing up for Patreon. We are patreon.com slash Krista. Tons of fun benefits. We just came off of our uh, monthly meetup, which we wonderful time. had a wonderful Halloween cost, uh, party. Everyone came in. I was thinking dressed about, up. I was thinking about the costumes. Right? I almost said costumes. Oh my gosh. But we had people dress up. We did a really fun um, scary trivia with some really cool prizes that we're going to send out to our winners. It's great fun. Yes. So consider joining. Yes. We are 100% Patreon funded. So yes. please consider. Please. Yeah. Like literally 100%. So yes, yes, yes. Um, um, the uh, Nintendo crossover has been out for a oh few man. days now. That was so much fun. The closure has happened. The closure has yeah. happened. The, the, the cathartic closure. Mm -hmm. the, um, the wonderful new friendship. It is. Has been formed. Yes. And uh, it was great to just get it out there. And we also did tons of other fun things with the guys. Yeah. Um, on our channel, we had the scary uh, character bracket. We have a vlog coming out. It's out. It's you know, out. The New York vlog. Right. You'll, you'll probably see some glimpses of, of, of them. And, and we did a little tour of their studio. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it was, it was really fun. And, and I really just enjoyed um hanging out with them and getting to know them and hope, hopefully we'll get yeah. to hang out with them again soon i heard from a few people uh in 
the Nintendo program currently about this episode. Did you? Oh. Did you? I did not. Well, that's interesting because you were in charge of it. Well, you just scared to come talk to me or what? I think maybe they've had enough of your antics. What do you mean? (laughs) I didn't do anything. They're in the program, aren't they? Uh, they're still there. No, they were they were very happy with it. Actually, they were very excited uh, to see this crossover. Um, they appreciated the honesty. I think from their you know their perspective, they understand you know what's going on and yeah. you know why they're in and and why Wood was no longer. Yes. So full circle. Full circle. The world was watching this great moment. The world they was were. watching. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And um, yeah, I think a lot of you have said that you really liked. Uh, the four of us together, so yeah. we'll we'll look to some doing some future collaborations. Hopefully, yes. The yeah. guest appearances are picking up. Yes, they really are. We're excited about yeah. some future guests upcoming yes. for for the kids' right. the podcast as well. So, like you said, that New York vlog is out. Please yes. watch it; it's excellent. You, what did you call uh, sad sad fall sad girl? girl fall? What does that mean? That's you told where me this. we I was are like, oh, now. No, sad. We're sad now because we have moved past hot girl summer. Summer vibes. Right. That was like our vibe for vlogs in the summertime. So if you watch like the, you know, the Game Fest, Summer Game Fest vlog yeah. and like the PAX vlog, we got sure. Hot Girl Summer going, vibe going. But now we're in Sad Girl Fall. I don't want to be sad. very New York. No, but it's good. It's good to be sad. Okay. You want the cozy vibe. You want a little bit of melancholy. You want like this the is fall It's days. like a slower pace so, is what you mean. You, I made the vlog we edited. I edited it with a slower pace. Oh, I like noticed different that. different music. Right. Sort of a, a little bit of a diary feel to it, which I really like. I absolutely love editing our vlogs. Yeah. I think it's like one of my favorite things to do because it is sort of like you're like sort of writing, capturing these memories, these great memories that you have um, in a video and, and getting the, you know, not only like sort of capturing it forever but getting to share it as well yeah, so it's, yeah. it's always really fun for me to like edit those and go back to all the videos that we took and think about all the food we ate and all the fun people that we got to hang out with right so it was really nice yeah somebody said um oh the, the you didn't seem very happy with the food you were eating maybe you didn't like the place we love these places we should say all the, all the places uh that we so go happy. to and include there like we strongly recommend and we've been to those yes. places in like multiple times right like, those are sort of our New York staple places. Right. Like, whenever we go back to New York, we're always, like, that's always on the top of yeah. the list. Yeah. So, yes. Um, but on this week, uh, Super Kitten Krista 64, uh, we are taking a closer look at some co-op games, couch co-op games on Switch uh, that yeah, you should check out. For sure. Yeah. And we, we got a really interesting question that we were thinking about ourselves, which is, like, what is happening with couch co-op games? Is this genre sort of, like, going away for you know, for the convenience or the popularity of online co-op games. And we sure hope not because we both love playing couch co-op games together. Um, A lot of the, you know, videos that we made on Nintendo Minute were all all around doing couch co-op games. Um, I think that's when we have a lot of fun. So we picked out five co-op games on Nintendo Switch. Some you may have heard of, some you may have not. Some of them are a little bit obscure, a little sort of like eShop gems. I can, I can almost guarantee you have not heard of all of them. That's right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, these are all ones that we highly, highly recommend. We have had a great time playing through them again and, and just sharing them with you. So um, yeah, look forward yeah. to that video coming out. It's going to be really good. And one of them, I won't spoil it, is probably in my top 10 of all Switch games yeah. that I have. Um, and it's not, it's not like... 
an obvious game. It's like, there's no Fortnite, you know? <laughs> yeah, Fortnite didn't make the list, no, believe it or not. Shocking. No. Like, we kind of think yeah. you guys know about Fortnite. Have you, have, have you heard of Fortnite? <laughs> number one, Fortnite. Number two, Animal Crossing. Number three, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Yo, we got these Number four, Smash. Down. Yeah, we got these games locked down. No, no. those are not the games. Um, but yeah, the, the one that's in your sort of top 10 Switch games Don't of all it. time, I won't say it. Don't say it. We used to play this game a lot and I, yeah. it's been a little while since we played and we just played it again super good and i was like this game is so fun yeah yeah it was one of our like go-to playing games mm-hmm. for a long time so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to share this with you guys and right. hopefully um yeah let us know always let us know if you have other co-op games that you want us to try out too because we're always in the market Indeed. for that Indeed. you know yeah. always in the market for that um we really have pokemon on the brain these days we're getting close. We're getting really close yeah. to Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet. I'm dressing up like a Pokemon you, professor. I am a Pokemon Maybe Maybe on days trainer. that aren't Halloween. Yeah. Maybe just I'll just nor- go out in the street in this lab coat. Just your normal day-to-day. Yeah. You're now P- Professor yeah. Turo. Sir, are you a pharmacist? No, I'm a Pokemon professor. How dare <laughs> you? Pull out the Pokeball. You might slap them with a white glove. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> with a scowl on your face? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with a perpetual scowl. Always scowling, yes. Mean mugging. Maybe he's trying to give like the model face. Okay. So that, raise your eyebrows. <laughs> and then what is that? Too much Botox for, the, for the prof? Open your eyes. Oh, boy. Lower your mouth. Oh, that, that whole thing. And then you have the model face. I wouldn't know. Do you think that's what it is? Maybe. Blue steel? <laughs> Again, I wouldn't know, okay? You're asking the <laughs> wrong <it> guy. <laughs> um, but our story time today is about... Um, we. It, this is something we included in our vlog. Yeah, so go watch the vlog right. to see this actual location. Um, one of the actual locations. The first big Pokemon Day celebration uh, from 2016. Yeah. Um, where they had just... Dozens and dozens of Pikachu costumes at um, the New York Public Library. And other, other um, landmarks too. within uh, New York City right, as well. Right. So how far back do you want to go to start this story? Let's go to the planning of Pokin Tournament, which was Because you were you were the lead for yes. Pokin the original Pokin Tournament. This is yes. not like the Switch version, this is the Wii right. U version. Right. Wii U okay, let's Pokin start with that. Tournament. Yes. Because it, it sort of merged into this big yeah. Pokemon Day thing because okay. that game actually okay. launched um, close to... Did Pokemon. it launch on Pokemon Day? I think it might have launched or... on Pokemon Day. Wow. Or like very close very, okay. to. Okay. And that's why we had that whole thing yeah. happen at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, so this was a very interesting project because as you guys have probably heard us talk about a little bit, Pokemon, the Pokemon Company and Nintendo of America, like two different companies Entities. so different so different in mind <laughs> spirit and soul um in many ways and we we had a very interesting working relationship with them it's one way to put interesting it. is one way to put it <laughs> traumatizing is another way to put it <laughs> it's gotten better over the years but it, it is a challenging um sort of line to walk yeah. because you're not only you know answering to all of the um the, the, the expectations that you have from a Nintendo perspective yeah. on how to launch a game and what you need to do and all that stuff. You have this extra layer of the Pokemon company and they're really they're really looking at everything. My, my feeling on this a lot of the times is like, why don't you guys just do this? You seem to have these big ideas about what we should or shouldn't be doing. Exactly. You, you have basically the same size team as we do. You're, right. just, you're just reviewing our materials. 
How about you do it? Exactly. What is that thing that someone someone put out as like a box art for Mario Maker? Is like, yeah, you do you it do if it. you're so freaking smart. I think they use a different word, but it it basically yeah. is the that's like the, the sort of the card that you right. want to give to them. Right. Like, fine. Fine. Show me what you can do, <laughs> you jerks. Well, they kind of did with Pokemon Day, actually. <laughs> did, so yeah, so that, that actually that actually ended up being kind of kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so, so that a little bit of background on sort of that relationship is like they again they yeah they would review all of our materials. Right. They were the ones sort of setting like the schedule for when we would make you know, announcements. Make announcements. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They also had like all of the like the stuffs. Like if we wanted to make a video or a trailer or something like that, like they had to make it. Right. Or they had to they give us the stuff and we make it and they review it. Yeah. So it was kind of like a lot of back and forth. Things took a long time. Um, Pokemon tournament came out for Wii for Wii U, and it was like kind of a different kind of Pokemon property as well. Um, wasn't like you know one of the mainline Pokemon games, and it had like this fighting game component to it, but like also kind of like a fighting game light component to it. So I think there was like these weird ex- expectations of like we want you to like put your Smash expertise into this. Oh. But we also kind of want to control this a lot at the same time. So it's like kind of hard to make a marketing hmm. campaign for this game. You okay. know what I mean? Like it was just very like, so what do you want us to do though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. um, like the fighting game universe is pretty adult, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't have a lot of crossover with like what they wanted to achieve with like selling Pokemon tournament, okay. I think. So that was, it already started out feeling a little shaky, yeah. you know? Pokemon tournament, I should say, is an awesome game. And it, it's such an awesome game. Make, they should really make a sequel to Pokemon tournament. They really should. Wow. That thing when it flips from like 2D to 3D. Yeah. That was a wow moment, that's like, that's right? That's like my Machamp power fantasy, is that game. I know. Yeah. Oh, man. And that game was so cool. Yeah, and it, it ended up being being great. But um, but basically, the, the whole Pokemon Day campaign tied into the launch for Pokemon Tournament. It was also right around the time that the original three Pokemon games came out on 3DS. Right. Like virtual console. Yeah, so that's that was right. that was the other big component of yes. like the actual products behind Pokemon Day. Right. It was right. more than just a celebration of Pokemon. There were there's always some like what what's the new what's thing, the thing we are going to gonna sell? Get people to buy. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. And we were really surprised by the sort of the germination of Pokemon Day because again, usually the Pokemon come in, they just do whatever they want. They don't yeah. care. They were just like, they don't even talk to us. They're like, who cares? We'll just do our thing. You do your thing. And maybe if there's a way to meet in the middle, we will. But, you know, we're not going to look to you to find any sort of, like, teamwork or whatever. But they actually came to us because we were launching Pokemon Tournament. Um, and our idea was to do this, like, big sort of, again, this seems to be an idea that we come back to a lot. You like, do, at least. I think I was thinking about the Kid Icarus <laughs> tournament, really. I was out of ideas. You're now. a glutton for punishment. I'm a glutton. I was like, well, what are we supposed to do? You don't learn. It works. <laughs> it works. So we did. We did those GameStop tournaments around the country yeah. for Pokemon Tournament, yeah. for the original Pokemon Tournament. But we were smart, though. Um, we timed the last one to be in New York on Pokemon Day as, like, the finale celebration. Yeah. Um, so that ended up being one of, like, the sort of the key, like, moments yeah. within that big um, day that we had in New York. And then the Pokemon company had all these other plans as well 
um, for what they wanted to do, just from a general like Pokemon brand right, right, right. perspective mm-hmm. in New York. So it ended up working out. And their idea, actually, I was like, props to you to like actually wanting to do this because it's very ambitious. Right. And I was I was really impressed by how well they pulled it off. Like it was really awesome. Yeah. So it was, again, like these quote flash mobs, which is a term I hate. Yes. But they are like twenty Pikachu costumes in that costume. would just show up at these like big locations in New York and like you know dance around for a little bit and then move on to the next place. Right. Um, what are the locations that they go to? I don't remember. They did go to the the area where you could see the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, okay. They went to the library. Yeah. They were at the New York store, obviously. Yeah. Um, there was another location. I think they tried to go to Times Square, but it might have been like too, too much. crazy. Yeah, and oh, they had to compete with the dirty bootleg I Pikachus. I think that was actually one of the reasons why they didn't go to Times Square because they were like, "Oh, we can't have the yeah. official right. Pikachu next yeah. to like the dirty Pikachu." Right, right, right. So that was one of the reasons why they were like, "Never mind." Okay. Yeah, I mean, I did think that this was kind of an important moment where like the Pokemon Company kind of flipped and really yes. like. Bought, took on this new mindset of yeah. like we're gonna be more open we're gonna try more things we're gonna do more um, just like not like let's just do something to sell those individual things more like let's do a yeah, thing a, a to celebrate brand. what co- pokemon is right right like a big brand thing exactly yeah. and and again we've we've mentioned this many times it's like around this time like the nintendo and pokemon outlooks flipped and it was it, so weird. And Nintendo became much more conservative and, and Pokemon became much more open-minded. Like, you yeah. compare something like Pokemon Day now to Mario Day. It's a complete like, opposite. Mario Day is kind of a joke. Like, there's nothing Yeah, there's no Mario Day. Right, it might as well not exist. Yeah, whereas, and whenever we used to talk to people about Mario Day, they were like, let's not do anything, let's just, like, the fans do it. Yeah, whereas, like, Pokemon Day, it's like, they make announcements, they have stuff going on, they got these crazy music collaborations. Yeah, like Katy Perry. Like, yeah. they have, like, big... Celebrity it's a big moments. Deal. Yeah. yeah. So I do think this was where that change really felt like it was happening. Yeah, to and I think they they saw just like a huge amount of like positive yeah. like fan fan response to what they were doing um for this like very first Pokemon Day. It was mm-hmm. very experimental, honestly, yeah. like celebrating it in this way and doing this like very like non-focused on selling a product kind of thing. So they got this like crazy response, and I think they they realized like, oh, this is actually worthy of like continuing, you know. Right. And then they, they it did it did bleed into like lots of other things. They were they are totally okay with fan art. They are mm-hmm. super cool, especially with like, um, like uh, cake artists, and, and they do a lot of things with like different, you yeah. know, like the Pokemon Bento box, which I love. Oh yeah. So they're just like super open to this kind of stuff, whereas Nintendo got more and more like not okay with anything of the sort, right. which is really interesting. So we both went to New York because we, we made a Nintendo Minute and then you had to work on this tournament. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. I doing anything else? I couldn't remember. I was like, is, is this all I did? Was shoot, all you shoot did, this I video? Think. Wow. This video. <laughs> That's pretty cushy. It was very cushy. You walked Pikachu across the street. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was a Pikachu uh, chaperone. Have you, right. I wonder how many people have actually seen the Pikachu costume in person because it is maybe one of the cutest it's a good costumes one. ever. It, it, it does have like an inflatable quality to make it like kind of fat, yeah. but it... It's very difficult to maneuver in. So yeah. the sheer logistics of maneuvering 20 of those across New York City. Like, I don't know. Are they getting guys, them up those stairs on the library? I was going to say, I don't think you guys realize how yeah. hard that actually is. That was is. really, like, harrowing for the person from the Pokemon company who was in charge of that. Yeah. Who, was, who was kind of new at the time. And I love him. Elvin, He's, we'll give him a shout out. Yeah. 
Love you, Elvin. Um, You're so awesome. <laughs> He, he had to, yeah, like, get them across the street, which seems like a very normal thing, but, like... Oh, man, they people, can only go so fast. And you just imagine, cars. like, it's New York City. People are, like, pestering, like, oh, what's this? What's going on? Can I take a picture with you? Can I do this? He's like, no, no. we just need to cross the street. Yeah, and, and we had to do it in batches, You can only do it a few at a time because they're, they, like, it, The light waddling. is only, like, it's, like, it's Fifth yeah. Avenue. The light is only, like, <laughs> 20 seconds or something across right. the street, and... There's also, like, this huge fear of, like, if anything happened to them, like, God forbid they were, like, hit by a car or something. Right. But, like, can you imagine? Or even like, got just scuffed up. The headline of, like, yeah. Pikachu falls downstairs. <laughs> Pikachu gets hit by a car. Right. Bus runs over Pikachu. Falls down and the head comes off and you can see the person that's inside. Oh, my gosh. It would be. I think uh, there was a meme in Japan, or, like, a video in Japan that became oh, a yeah. meme where, like, the costume started deflating. Right. And the... The Secret Service Pokemon <laughs> people that that grabbed that yeah. costume and whisked right, him away right, right. was lightning speed because they care a yeah, lot about yeah. this kind of stuff. Um, I remember when we used to get the costume for other events. It comes with a tiny brush, right? And you had to like brush it out before you put him on camera. Yeah. My favorite thing to do was like brush out the Pikachu. It's so there's, cute. There's some serious rules about being in, in one of those costumes. Yeah. That you must follow. It's very, very strict. Right, right. So they had them not only, you know, pose for photos, but they were doing like a little dance. Oh yeah. my gosh, it was so cute. They had like these little moments. I think they um, had a guy with like a whistle, remember? Yeah, yeah. And like on like the, the, the different signals, they would do like a different pose. Um, but they were very coordinated. All, all of the Pikachus were mm -hmm. like, it was like a very cool spectacle. Right. And it totally paid off, even yeah, though it was, was cool. It was yeah, it was yeah. very harrowing. And then at the store, you know, that was a pretty straightforward event. Um, I, was, I was watching that video. I so said, we did have those great shirts. I don't have that shirt anymore. You what? don't? Do you? I think I do still. Oh, what man. To I yours? really messed up. I don't know. Did you get rid of it in like a Marie Kondo spree I may, or something? I may have. It's maybe. I don't know. I was like, oh, I really wish I had that shirt. And then, I, and then I remember going through that video. We did a giveaway from the store at the end. But most of the stuff was not Pokemon related. I'm shocked that TPC let us do that. I know. I was like, wow, they... They, they approved the video. Of course. I remember they sending it, all. it to them yeah. for, approval, for, for approval. Right. Let's go back to the shirt that was so cute because it had like um, sort of this, it was like a, like all the different Pokemon characters made yeah. up Pikachu's face. Right. But the two and the zero, the cheeks were the two mm -hmm. and the zero. It was yeah. such a cute like commemorative shirt. I wouldn't know anymore. Oh. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened with your big tournament though? I feel like that was so secondary to like Kinda the was, yeah, yeah and because was, it wasn't it was at this GameStop which it was, was it wasn't apart from all of the other happenings because the store was too full of Pokemon 20th anniversary right. stuff they couldn't even let us in right so but we then had to it, do it somewhere else typical with those events it's like well what is actually happening right there wasn't that much there wasn't that much there was, was like a photo op there was a photo op there was like and winners announced there was kind of it they were doing like a trivia game yeah it's like a lot yeah. of times like. And you, we showed the line, like, wrapped around the oh block. Oh, my gosh. The lines for the Pokemon Like, there were events. thousands of people that wanted to come. But it's like, if you actually Insane. look at the list of what they're doing, there's not that much. They just want to be there. They just want to okay. celebrate. Maybe I they, love it. Maybe they do get that shirt, though. I don't think they got that shirt, did they? Really? I don't know. Oh. Might have then that's definitely not worth it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they had a cool, they yeah. had, like, some, some of the museum elements up right. for, like, Pokemon. Yeah. Through, through the ages kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the store was definitely decked out for it. And, and yeah, it was, like, when you think about it, be, besides the spectacle of 20 Pikachus in New York City, it was, like, a pretty 
simple event to kick yeah. off this idea of celebrating Pokemon Day. Yeah. And now, now Katy Perry singing a song. So right. that's where it started. That's true. that is where it, that that first that Pokemon Day is and the experiment of that and the response that they got, you know, um, that is what spurred them to do these. Mm-hmm. And now they're a huge deal. So it's pretty interesting to think about it like that. Like what if Nintendo celebrated Mario Day and really went all out and really went yeah. all out, you know, um, or you some even some of these big anniversaries that we talk about. It's especially shown up because it's six days later. It's March March fourth versus yeah. March tenth. Right. So it really is in contrast of like, wow, one of these is cool and one of these is a big nothing. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's like, oh, what's what's Pokemon? You know, when, when we were working there, it's like, what is Pokemon doing for Pokemon Day? And it's like this long list of things. Right. It's like, what are you guys doing for Mario Day? Eh. We got a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> you get a eShop sale. 5% off. Yeah, exactly. So lame. Yeah. Yeah, but it's great fun. I, I always remember that um, first Pokemon Day, and it was like it was so cool to see those Pikachus in the city like that. Yeah. I don't know if they'll ever do they that They haven't again. done it since. They haven't done it since. Yeah. yeah I know. So that's our story time about uh, Pokemon Day, but we are, we're moving on to another Pokemon topic in our Never a Minute segment. Yes. Um, so we are doing, we, we, we asked our superstars, we said, this week you guys figure you it out. You do the work. You all figure it out. Again, if you, if you do it, you know, so. <laughs> wow, you do wow, it. you're very aggressive towards <laughs> the superstars, but um, they came back and said, it'd be cool to do something about Pokemon. Again, this game's coming out. Yeah. So. People love the tier list. They From love there, the rankings. We honed in on doing something with the Pokemon starters. So right. we are going to do a Pokemon starter draft. This is very fun. Right. We've not, we've not done this before. No. So yeah. all you've, you've written them all down. All the mm-hmm. generations, all three starters from every generation are yes. available. Yes. We're going to go back and forth and pick a dream team of all starters. Right. Um, Who's going to start? We don't six, have a coin. Six Pokemon each. I'll let you go first. Again, you're so far behind in the challenge leaderboard. Well, this, is, this, this is not a challenge. Matter about but that. This is this is this is my charitable. And then move, let me go first. Move for you. Um, okay. So I'm, first of all, I want to well, know. Let's, what, let's, do you have a strategy for this? Do you just want like all cute, or do you want? Are you no. thinking? Are you thinking of what they're going to evolve into? Do you want balance between? I want the types? balance. Yeah, I want balance. balance. I want balance. I need balance. I need. Balance. All right, you're going to bring balance to the Pokemon. I'm going to bring balance to the universe. Okay. The Pokemon. Um, no, I'm looking for, I definitely have my favorites are on here. The thing is, is that we typically do pick different starters when we play Pokemon. So I'm yeah. not super worried that you're going to like snatch one away from me. Um, but I do, I definitely want balance and I want, I also want them to be cute too. This is a lot of rambling. Okay. I'm picking <laughs> but, first. Here I we go. I'll you just begin. Yes. First pick. Tepic. Whoa! First? Yes. I love Tepig. Oh my gosh. Might be one of my favorite Pokemon that's a, of all time. That's a reach. What do you mean? I mean, you could probably get Tepig in like the third or fourth round. Really? Yeah. Oh. I wouldn't, I mean, I, I've got a lot I more. love Tepig. I've got my own little notes here. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have taken Tepig this oh. time. Your list though, so congratulations. I love Tepig. Uh, my pick is Squirtle. Okay, that's fine. I like to take Squirtle. You told me you really wanted Squirtle. Yeah. Now you can't have it. I don't care. Don't care. I think you really care. All right. Squirtle's like your favorite, though. Well, I, I like I love Squirtle and I love Bulbasaur. Or excuse me, Blastoise. Whoa, I had a I had a 
brain fart there. <laughs> Blastoids. Blastoids, Blastoids though. Blastoids is amazing. Um, so who's next for you? Bulbasaur. Also, a little bit lower down on my list. Okay, good. Not what good. I would have Maybe taken. we would have been okay then. We would have been okay. Um, I'm keeping it with the original. I'm going Charmander now. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so now all the original three original are, t- are taken. taken. Yeah, that's fine. As it, sh- as it should be, I think. Charmander is fine, but he's actually not as good as Tepig for a fire. Tepig number one? Why not? Charizard, though. So? It's cool. Yeah. All right. Okay, so you picked Tep- uh, You picked Charmander. Yeah. I'm going to go with... Hmm. I think... Gotta think really quick. Clock's ticking. I'm gonna go with Froakie. Oh, okay. I had Froakie medium ish on my yeah, list, I'm so that's go good. With uh, my next one, you might think this is a reach actually. Uh-oh. And I'm actually not sure that you knew that I liked this one. Okay. Oshawott is next for me. I, I thought that you really liked Oshawott yeah. actually. When I played um, Black and White originally, I did not go with Oshawott. You I had Navy, right? I had Tepig. Oh, you also had Tepig. Right, but okay. when I played um, Pokemon Legends Arceus, I had Oshawott. Oh, yeah. interesting. Right, so I've, I've come around on Oshawott. Okay. It's cute. It's it's a little strange, but it's cute. I like it. And the evolutions are pretty interesting. I kind of like Oshawott as well, actually. It's, he's yeah. pretty cute. The, the, that Gen 5, it's chef's kiss. That was good. That's a good, that was a good gen. Yeah. Except for Snivy. Um, but are you means, picking Snivy next? No. Oh. <laughs> Tepic number one overall. Why? I love Tepic. Oh, Remember you got me a little Tepic from Japan? Yeah, but. I really liked it. Yeah, but still. It's over okay. there. I can see it. All right. Great. I really like Tepic. Okay. Next pick. Yes. For, so who do I got so far? I got Tepic. So we're got halfway there. We each have Bulbasaur. Three. I've got Froakie. Next pick. Yes. I am going. I'm going Score Bunny. Okay, I was worried you were gonna take the one I wanted. Which one is that? Sobble? Uh, no, Rowlet. Oh, Rowlet. Rowlet. Wow, my my, again, my top four. I got them all. Oh, really? So far, wow, this is amazing. Really? Oh, but but after that, there's some. I'm gonna have to make some adaptations. Uh oh. Because yeah, I had those four, then I had Froakie, then I had Bulbasaur. Those are all gone. 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 Gone, okay, gone, okay, gone, okay, gone. Okay. 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 You put Rowlet over Score Bunny. Yeah. There's some differences here. Score Bunny is fine, but Rowlet's really cool. Rowlet's only okay. Excuse you. All right. What's next? Um. Wait. Did you pick yet? Oh, you picked Rowlet. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with. Um, Oh, this is... Blanking? Seizing no, up? No, I feel like you're going to take one that I'm... I'm well, then to, take I'm the one you want strategic. here. Okay. Chikorita. <laughs> I was absolutely never going to take Chikorita. Oh, really? I love Chikorita. It's <laughs> a joke. <laughs> I actually don't really have much in the way of, of grass types from here on for me. Oh. Yeah. Um, my oh, next... You know what Chikorita has? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Totodile as next for me. A Totodile? Yeah, I like that. All right. For alligator. It's cool. Fine. Big blue alligator thing? Are you joking? It's great. Eh. It's cool. Eh. Shoot water at you? Eh. Eh. Well, we're very different when it comes to this. That's good. 
Chikorita. The next pick. Yes. Sobble Squad. Oh. I felt let down. Sad boy. I felt let down being part of the Sobble Squad, honestly. You you were kind of disappointed. Because the Evolutions... Score I didn't like the Evolutions. We were good. We were good in the Inteleon. score. We had the cute little fist bump. We it's kind of weird. But he's I pretty I should have gone Grookey that gen, actually. You did? I, sh I you should have. have. I should you have. have regrets? I do, actually. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, this is my last pick. So do you have a full team now? Is that do six? Do I have six? Tepig, Bulbasaur, yeah. Chikorita, Froakie, Sobble. I need one more. You have one more. Um, this is going to be my sixth, though. How does that work? Oh, boy. <laughs> Did I miss one? Um, Chikorita? I got Chikorita. All right, well, whatever. Uh, mine, last pick, <clears throat> is uh, Cyndaquil. Ew. Yeah. I dislike Cinderella. That was the starter when I played um, Heart Gold. I picked Chikorita for Heart Gold. Ugh. We know how that matchup would go. Well, that's not good, actually, at all. Why? Because you burned me. It's not good for you, exactly. I don't want that. So I don't maybe play you should you. rethink your choices. No. All right, maybe you've, maybe you've picked six already. Maybe you haven't. Why don't you pick one more <laughs> just for funsies because you went with Tepic first. I, I love feel, Tepic. I feel What's bad for the... you. What's with the Tepig? Are you, who's going to go out on a limb and pick one from Gen 9? I'm not doing that. Nope. Are you kidding me? You don't know? You don't know enough? Absolutely Live not. Live a little. I, I'm not doing that. All right. That's too... That's too... You got to play it conservative with our, play with conservative. our fake Pokemon draft. You got to okay, play conservative. You got to play conservative for sure. That's um, how you end up with Tepig, number one. You know what? I'm making a, a spur of the moment change. I'm going to pick Grookey. I'm going to pick all the Gen 8s. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> You didn't even play that game. <laughs> yeah, I did. You played that? I did. Okay, if you say so. I don't think you did. Wait, Sword and Shield? Yeah. I didn't play that game. You didn't play it. <laughs> <laughs> but you chose all of the Pokemon They're starters. They're real cute. Wow. Um, incredible performance for you. You truly are uh, the New York Jets. Of <laughs> oh, what does that mean? Look, the people that know, know. I'm the SF Warriors. You can just... <laughs> Yeah, the, the, those SF warriors. Um, I'm the warriors. We got to move on. Dog Nation. <laughs> That's me. Um, very, yes. very interesting look into uh, Your brains? our psyches, brains, minds, hopes, desires. I love it. I think All it's great. It. This All is right. a good team. I mean, your team would get stomped. But no, it wouldn't. Who's counting? You'll be asleep before you know it. Oh, boy. We need this game to come out soon. <laughs> You're going to be asleep? I'm not playing. We're playing cooperatively from here on. I'm not, I don't. Competitive Pokemon, I really am out on. Because you're bad at. It's cheap. You can be cheap and win. Well, it's you can cheap. be cheap and also win, but you refuse to I do refuse. it because I'm on, you're... I'm honorable. No, you're not. I'm very honorable. You are so far from being honorable. But we're going to Nuzlocke, so that's going to be fun. That's true. <laughs> Thank you to Stamps.com for sponsoring this episode. Whoa! Well, look at that segue. Paying attention now, are we? Woohoo! Woo! Um, we are out of Shocktober, and now we're moving very quickly into the holiday season you cannot avoid the chaos of the holiday no, especially from this point on it goes so fast and you need to get your stuff together to things get it, can get things... away things can get away from you really yeah. fast you you told me you got my gift for christmas a long time ago i was nervous that it wasn't going to come in time uh, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little further behind than you are i'll be well, honest you better get I'll, going i'll admit it Good thing maybe stamps.com stamps 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 is help available me. for you yeah. to ship something <laughs> um the other thing that's that's really 
great about stamps.com for us is that we were just saying that we had a really fun meetup where people won some physical prizes. Yeah. So I'm using that in my little small business to ship some prizes. Some That's right. Valued Liter Patreon Literally family. using it, right. Yeah. Yeah. The Very other, exciting. The other thing about the holidays, the post office gets swamped. It does get a little crazy. And right? those lines get really yeah, yeah. long. Mm -hmm. And we, we, we're very efficient people. So we don't have a lot of time in the stamps day. Stamps.com uh, yeah. is an excellent solution. Exactly. Right. You can print it wherever you do, do your business. Do it from home, yeah, wherever you're doing business. And right. all you need is a computer and a printer, and then you're off to the races, which yeah. is great. Yeah, it is. It's seriously like if you are a small business, you need this for your holiday season Indeed. for sure. Yes. This holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights and get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code Kit and Krista for a special offer that includes a four week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code Kit and Krista. Yes, we'll nice. put the link here and also in the description below. Yeah. Uh, on to what we've been playing. Oh, yeah. You finished Mario plus Rabbit. I sure did. Wow. Rolled them credits. That's good. I shook, shocked by how by much I love this game. Really? A Rabbit's game and me, little old me? <laughs> Who knew I could become a believer in the Rabbids? Um, I was really, really, I just had so much fun. Yeah. Um, and I, it really surprised me, honestly. And um, yeah, I think we talked about it a little bit before, but I never finished the first game. It's too hard. Um, yeah. This one, the pacing was perfect. Like there, I definitely did not 100% this game. Um, oh, yeah. There's so there's to much to do, so much to explore in each of the little areas that you're in. I, I pretty much stuck to like the main okay. quest. I did a couple of side quests if I like naturally would run into them. But I definitely didn't like go out of my way to, you know, find every secret in every planet or whatever. Yeah. And I thought the length was like perfect. Um, hmm. I, I definitely got, you know, a good feel of of the game and I was able to use, you know, a lot, a lot of the different characters. I, I felt like I was collecting lots of different sparks to use to like augment them. Um, no spoilers, but in the final few worlds, you do sort of like the game. I'm hanging on your words here. Tell me. I'm trying to say it in a non-spoiler oh, way. Oh. The game... Um, not forces, but allows you to experience all of the different characters available. Because uh -huh. usually you pick like two, two or three characters for each of the maps. So sometimes you could go through like long stretches of time without using, like you, you're probably playing. That's one of the big challenges I have is like, yeah. what character do I want to, because I like, with the exception of Rabbit Luigi, I like them all. Right. But you, do you switch them a lot or do you? I wouldn't say a lot, but I do definitely do okay. it. Okay. Occasionally. Yeah, I didn't switch a lot. I, I uh, kind of had like this core team that I yeah. really liked. Yeah. It was Bowser, Peach, and Rabid Mario. Oh, yeah. And that was sort of my like team that I went into every battle with. I just thought it was like super balanced. Mm. And it had like, it was fun for me to play with those three characters. But it, I was a little bummed out because I was like, oh, man, I didn't really get to play yeah. with like all of these other ones that right, are right, available right, right. in the game. But later stages, it becomes... Uh, very evident that you need to use those characters oh. and the game like kind of guides you in that way and I really appreciated that I was like oh cool like before I end this game yeah. I have to use some of these other characters you right, know it's right. nice um, 
And the other thing that I really loved about this game is just like how different their take was on like a strategy game. Like all the maps have like all these different like, um, like per, like different like parameters to win or yeah. like little gimmicky things where you had to like do something that's not like just straight up like beating all the enemies on the field or whatever. Yeah. Um, and especially in the later levels, it, they really like the creativity gets like really um, heightened. I thought like some of the some of the areas I was just I I've, I was really surprised by how cool the huh. different maps and the different conditions were. So yeah, so fun. I really liked it. I'm on the last full world. Okay. So I'm getting close. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. This world's tough. Like those those battles, those enemies are tough. They take a lot of hits. They do. Yeah. And you said some of the puzzles in that world are a bit trickier. So they are. There's a there's there's a pretty long puzzle that I made the mistake of stopping halfway through because I had to oh. do something. I was like, I was like playing it and then I had to go do something. Yeah. And I also trying to thought. And I was like, wait, what am I supposed to do again? And I was like really confused. And I had to like backtrack a whole bunch to figure out what like what I was supposed to do. Yeah. So don't do that. Okay. But um, yeah, some of the overworld puzzles that you're doing, they're like no joke. Yeah. It's like a real puzzle. Well, that's my goal to finish this in the next um, couple days. Yeah. I did take a uh, short respite from that game because i picked up bayonetta 3 yeah um which honestly was a game that i was planning on skipping but in our patreon discord you're convinced um i would always check we have we ha we have a game of the month games of the month channel we, yeah. we have one for bayonetta and i always check right. in and see what's going on in there so and the people hyped. in there were like so excited and so into this game so into it i was like i might need to check this out yeah so i did um this game, so I should say my history with Bayonetta is very casual. I've played one and two. I've absolutely not beaten those games. I don't I don't think I honestly got very far I in them mean, either. So yeah. it's like It's not quite my taste. It's like sub sub dabbling is yeah. my experience. It really I, it has not captured me. Yeah. Like it looks cool. And I like the characters. Right. And I, I get why people like it. But I don't know why. It just it's like it hasn't yeah. quite that that genre is not my favorite yeah. character action. It's because yeah, yeah. the point of it's always like, oh, you gotta rack up these crazy combos, but it's like this to what end? This enemy died in like two hits anyway, so right. I kind of don't care. Right. Um, but so this game. So again, with that in mind, this game really is not made for people who are new to the series oh. or who have a very casual just, like, knowledge of it. into it, like, yes. right away. Okay. There is a very long, like, prologue scene that was probably, like, 30 or 45 minutes, <gasps> which was a lot of cutscenes based on the story, which oh, I, man. I could not figure out. And kind of dropping you into some tricky battles without giving you, like, much of a breather to, like, refresh yourself on the, the controls or figure out the controls. So I was just, like, button, like frantically button mashing oh my, my way gosh, through it. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. I think that's by design, though. Because I did, they know that their their audience... Right. They, they wanted to have just, like, a high-octane opening for this game. Yeah, I get that. Um, so now I'm in sort of more of the proper game, which has real pacing to it and okay. there's actual like environments for you to explore that's something that I'm, I'm liking so far as the environments are pretty big and there's a lot to you know go around and it's almost i mean in that part it's almost like a platformer because oh, the battles okay. are very self-contained like you will go into a place it's like oh a battle is meant to happen here okay and you'll okay. be in this like arena and then you'll fight and then you can explore again like oh, like freely or whatever pretty freely okay. yeah yeah um so i'm liking that um the story's based on this, like, you know, multiverse concept, which is a little... Oh, here we go. It's a little overdone at this point, but 
you do just kind of like on a snap, like jump from one setting to the next. Okay. I don't know yet exactly why this is all happening. Mm -hmm. Maybe I never will. It we'll might be see. related to one and two that you just don't know. Right, but like someone should give us a summary. I'm sure there's a lot of YouTube videos on the yeah. story that I could I could watch. We'll right, see. right. But but like, like I like the Rogers Bay's text message summary. That's, that's handy. That's what I need. Give <coughs> yeah. me a, te, like four sentences. Right, but like for example, I went from I was in this kind of like mountainy, very like a lot of solitude, like these like snowy mountain peaks off in the okay. distance, and then like on a snap. I was on um, a Tokyo subway car and there was this crazy like Godzilla sequence where this monster was chasing me and now, I, and now I'm in like ruined Shibuya. It was like a war happening. So that's interesting. Like okay. jumping around like really like quickly like from... Very dramatic yes, locations. these settings. So that, that, that could definitely keep you on your toes of like what's going to happen next. I don't know. Okay. Um, I need to spend some time like figuring out the, the fighting because yeah. right now I'm very just mashy, which is, is fine. There, like, I'm, any I'm getting sort of by. Difficulty, um, uh, there, adjustments? Yeah, there, there is. I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to see how far I can get on normal. Okay. Um, but you know that game is very much based on like dodging, which gets you into the witch time, That's where right. things I slow that. down and yes. you can attack more. Um, so I really need to get a better handle on that if I expect to get much further into it. Yeah. Um, I did. Uh, whatever uh, Bodhi research I needed to do, the game checks out. <laughs> you so, didn't play on Naive Angel mode, did you? That's really funny, though. So the game asks you right away, like, do you want to play it this way? And there's a picture of a, there's like a before and after of a scene of a guy smoking a cigar. And then that's the normal. The other way is he's holding like a cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> So it's more than just like the parts where like her clothes disappear. It's like yeah, it's I, also I, I kind of would want to like just toggle over and see like what other funny stuff. Are you able to do it on the fly? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but a cannoli. He's holding a cannoli. That's I was, was gonna really say like funny. a lollipop or something. A wally pop. <laughs> yeah, I mean the game does again. The story is completely incoherent to me, but there are just like absurdist elements to it that I appreciate. It's yeah. like. It's kind of like in the Yakuza vein where exactly. it's, it's like it's a chicken is a stock. It's it, playing it, yeah. it's, it tries to play it serious, but there's just there's ridiculous things happening things. around you that you, you're supposed to laugh at. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, I, I do like that right, part. Right. Um, that aspect of, yeah. of it is. So well. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I am going to go back to Rabbids and finish that. Oh, good. Um, and then I will go back to Bayonetta until God of War comes out. Okay. That's and, your and game. After, and after that, I don't know. After that, you're you're yeah. you're booked up. Anything goes. You're yeah, booked. I might be a little full until like December, but um, I'm glad I'm glad I gave it a shot. Yeah, um, it's good to play to in the time that you have right it's, now. I mean, this is this is a, uh, again for game of the year. We need to know. We need to know about these big yeah. games. Yeah, exactly. I mean, certainly, Bodhi. Well, I mean, that's a that's a high. Speak for itself. Disney Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> <laughs> the two finalists. You can't compare those both. Created character in Disney Dreamlight Valley and Bayonetta. I'm I'm seriously. You've not seen this butt, guys. Alright, I gotta gotta load that up later. Okay, <laughs> as is free. Uh we have both been playing we we talked about starting this, but we've both gotten pretty big into this. Marvel so Marvel Snap. I'm so into this game. Really? I, I feel like I need to maybe Slow, oh, is it, get, down, is it getting dangerous down. for you? It's getting dangerous. Have you spent money on this? No. So either. we should say this is a mobile game. This yes. is like a card battling card game. Card battling game. Set in the Marvel Universe. Yes. Yeah. 
it's so fun, you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. My eyes are like, Urgh. Oh, boy. Because I, I, this is the kind of game that is dangerous business for me because I It's made to be addictive. It's made to be addic- right. addictive, and I definitely am like a sucker, so... Yeah, I appreciate this game for two things. One is that it's very easy to figure out how to play this game. Like Excellent some, tutorials. Such right. good tutorials. They are not super right. in your face. They don't drag. Yeah. They really just teach you what you need to know, and then you kind of figure it out as you go. The game also, which I like, it's not that complex. It's not. Like, That's it, what I'm saying. It has enough to be strategic, but it's not it's like... It's simple enough for, for you to just pick, play these right. really quick games, right. which is awesome mm-hmm. and also addictive. Um, and I like it because you, you can sort of figure it out on the fly. Like the tutorials give you a good, like foundation, what you need to know. But like a lot of times you're like picking up the cards, looking up what the different effects are, um, and then like figuring it out on the fly, which I like. The other thing about this game that's really cool for me is that I don't know a lot of these Marvel characters. You don't! Beyond like the really popular ones. So, like, it's kind of fun to, like, see them and, yeah. like, know who they are. Like, who the heck is, you know, right. White Tiger? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Um, like, these different characters that are, like, a little bit more obscure. Um, I'm having a lot of fun just, like, learning about different Marvel characters yeah. from, like, comics yeah. and stuff like right. that. Like, my Marvel knowledge is okay, but definitely not, like, I mean, you probably know way more than me, obviously, but, yeah. But I, I, yeah. really, I really like that. I'm curious how many total cards are in the game, and I'm sure they'll yeah. add more how many decks it over be? time. I just have one deck okay. that I'm tinkering with as I get more cards. Yeah. The way you get cards is not what I expected. Right. I expected they would sell you packs of cards, Mm-mm. and you would just get random, and you might get a rare, you might get a, you know, a junkie, you might get a double. It's set to the, your progression in the game. Exactly. Very rigidly. It unlocks like a mystery card as you... As you progress yeah. and level up. And I mean, there's like, there's the battle pass. There's like so many different paths that you're always leveling up like mm-hmm. any mobile game has now. Yeah. But it does feel like you're always getting something new, which is the part of the, you know, what makes it addictive. Yeah. I do wonder though, like, is there some card that I want to get that I'm going to have to play like 900 hours to get? Mm, yeah. I don't know. So far, the ones that I've gotten, I've been able to like hold my own pretty good in these, yeah. in these battles. But they do match you, like the people that you are matched up on they have a lot of the same cards you do. That's right. The matchmaking is quite good. Right, yeah. right. Well, <laughs> well, unless they're we, bots. Well, we had a bit of a... So we both got pretty far into this. And we're like, hey, we never lost. I've never... Like, we might I've be like esports level in Marvel lose. Snap. I'm like, they're all bots. And then th- there was this article that ran on Kotaku that was like, oh yeah, most of those are bots. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're uh, all bots, yeah. So, How do I play with each other? That's what I want to know. I'm not sure. We haven't figured that we out. We need yet. to try that. Yeah, we, we I should. I want to play with Hopefully you. that's possible. Or I want to play with a real, like, I, I definitely want to play with someone person? I know. Yeah. yeah or like yeah. a person. Right, yeah. right. Hopefully that's possible. The other thing that's cool is that not only are you getting new cards, but you can level up the cards you already have. I like that. And the way that they do the graphics for that. It's really neat. Is so yeah. cool. So that's the first level when you upgrade it to like a rare card, it does like a frame break. Right. And like the card looks really cool. Yeah. And then like the, when it gets to like, the next level, it does like a 3D card, yeah. and you like move it around. Well, you can like you can like move your phone, and it's like whoa! It is so. <laughs> it's real, and it, I, it looks like it has depth to it. I literally stared at the whole card. It's like for a like, hologram, basically. I stared at it for like five minutes. Yeah. I was like, wow. And then there's a level beyond that. I know. Where like the background gets a little animated. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's so clever. It is. Yeah. Who's your favorite card that you have um, in your deck right now? I like the Punisher. The Punisher is pretty I have cool. That card. Where. Yeah. His power is if if your opponent has more 
um, characters down, he gets stronger. Mm. So we should say the idea of this game is like it's different from a head-to-head battle. It is. Basically, yeah. there's three location points that you have to capture that you try to seize. Yeah. And you can put down up to four cards mm-hmm. on that on each location. And every every location has a different like um, condition as well. Like yeah. some of them are like plus five to right. all your cards. Right. Or some of them are like negative two to Those all are your fun. cards. Yeah. And they're always fun. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's an interesting hook that's that's different from like a Hearthstone yeah. and they're or a all magic. Like random too. So yeah. every game yeah. feels a little different. And the games go really fast. It's only like six turns per game. Right. So it, it like it's never more than like five minutes yeah. for a really single like game. I really like the Iron Man card. Oh yeah, that's it. A doubles good one too. your points, right. so you can strategically use it like at the very end, like right. your last turn, and it like can can you know basically like solidify your victory at least in right. one location. Right, right. And the animation they have like the little Iron Man chest animation yeah. to like do it. Like, oh, so yeah. clever. Yeah, so I, good. I'm curious to see how they keep adding to this. Again, like they they haven't completely come out right like selling cards individual yeah. cards like you can buy variants of mm-hmm. cards you, you might can. already have or like different backs or something like right, that right but it's not yeah. like oh you want you want to get you know uh uh Captain America, pay ten dollars. Right. They don't have that yet. I wonder yeah. if they will eventually do that. Yeah, maybe they're trying to. Just they're, like, they're, they're easing us into easy this as... before they. Now you're paying, jerks. I'm gonna pay. You're gonna pay. Give me a card. I'm gonna want it. I don't have the Captain America card. Yet. I want that card. Well, that is, that is in the. Spe- they do have a like special like game launch bonus. Two ninety nine. You get Captain Every America. Every day I look at that. I'm like, that's a Captain America. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Two ninety nine. Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they get you. Oh, no. you. Oh, then you're in. Oh, and then you're. In. Oh, but I still really like it. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. I've been playing it like it's a fun thing to just like play when you're like on the couch, you know, yeah. and you're watching TV or yeah. something. It's like easy to pick up on your phone. Uh, you also made the interesting decision, even though we have God of War and Pokemon. You started Persona Five. <laughs> I did. I really like struggled and wrestled with the decision of should I start Persona Five or should I start Bayonetta? So uh. I wanted to pick a Bayonetta too. Three as well. It's confusing, um, but I don't know. Like that, Bayonetta. I do. I think it's a cool game. But again, it, it, the yeah. first two games never really clicked with me. So I was just like, I kind of don't want to start it right now. I, I feel like if I started right now, when I don't want to, I'm not going to give it a fair shake. You know? Yeah. I won't be like open minded to like stick with this game. Yeah. And um, we were talking about. Persona for so long, wanting to start it. Sure have. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Rip the Band-Aid off and start this game. It's okay. Whatever. Uh-huh. Like, if I don't finish it, I'm not going to finish it um, before God of War. But I can go back to it. It's okay. You know, like, I just need to I need to pick this game up. I need to play this game. I've never played yeah. anything in this franchise before. Like, I have no excuse now. Now it's on Switch. I can yeah. play it in handheld mode. Like, yeah. come on. What am I doing with my life? So I did it. And I love it. Oh my God, this is such a good game. Why did it take me so long to Pro- play this probably game? Probably my fault. I don't know. It is your fault. You've always discouraged if me in for, doubt, for what me. I want to do. That's what you're doing. I've been holding you back. You've been holding me back all these years from playing Persona 5. Um, I get it, guys. I get what the hype is about. I am so in. <laughs> I am in it. I want to dress up like a, I'm just, oh. I'm in the, the vibe is so real wow. and this game is so good. Like there's something very special about this game that I feel like you kind of don't know until you play it. And I, I'm not a big Way to rub like, it in. You can play it too. Um, I, I've never been big on um, 
Shin Megami Tensei either. Uh-huh. Like I never played a lot of those yeah. games. I, I think I played like the Sharp Fe one, like a oh, little yeah. bit. Yeah. But that's not like a mainline or sure, anything. Sure. So I, I don't know anything about this universe. I really don't know. Like the Atlas style is very interesting, but I don't know the style very well. So I was like shocked by how just like. It's just cool. It just looks and feels cool. Like, yeah. this is what a cool person would make for a video game. You're just cool. You just know. It's like, a game for cool people, not a game for losers like it's you, It's totally you a game for, like, cool, artsy people. Like, I'm just like, okay, I, I totally get it's it You're playing Hot Girl Summer, right? Sad Girl Fall is fine, too. <laughs> this, game, <laughs> um, this game is perfect for Sad Girl Fall. I got a school, the school vibe, like, the, the cute... Okay, school, yeah, yeah. Um, what I love about this game, though, is it has, like, this... Beautiful art style, obviously, yeah. you know, and it has these great cutscenes that are like very high quality, like anime style. But it does a really good job of like putting you in like the fantastical, like crazy universe, mm-hmm. alternate universe with like your insane like personas and the monsters you're fighting with like real life stuff. Ah. Like you, you kind of go back and forth between like I am a student and I need to figure out like I'm a new student in the school like. These bad things happened in my life. I had to leave my my hometown and now I'm in this new place and you're like dealing with like high school stuff, you yeah. know? Um, and like there's like these great scenes of you just like riding the subway and like meeting a new friend and going to get like you done with them at like the local whatever. And yeah. like you like live in this coffee shop and like it's like it just feels really relatable but also very fantastical at the same time. And it's amazing. So anyways, I'm super in on hmm. this game. I'm about like, I feel like I'm still very early because right. people say that it becomes like very open oh. after the beginning parts of it. I'm about yeah. like four hours in, I think. All right. I need to ask you now because I, I really want to play this game too, but I, I'm, I'm frightened of the length. And I need to know like, what what are the tedious aspects of this game? Because that... there. There can be a well-paced 200-hour game yeah. and a poorly-paced 200-hour game. So I don't know. Does this game have random battles? Um, y- well, <sighs> I've only been in a few like dungeon areas. TBD. They still feel kind of tutorial-y right now, so they're, oh. they are making you fight them. So maybe later you can avoid it? Maybe. I don't know. You don't know. All right, we'll check it. And then is the battle system like snappy? Like, does, it's does very it, snappy. Does it flow quickly? Oh, yeah. Okay. The battle good. Real All snappy. Right. Because that was my, my, my bummer with the last uh, Paper Mario game. Oh, it's At yes. first I was like, wow, this battle system is really interesting and strategic. But then you would get it like... It dragged on in, for like hours. In your 19th battle with a Goomba that took like 30 minutes. And then like, there's like those, those circles yeah. with the bosses. That it, took, it just ridiculous. took too long to do it, it's not, it's ordinary battles. Okay. Yeah, and you can add like different like, characters. Please, no it. more random battles in games anywhere. Please, no more. This one is like you can... It's 2022, people. You can run away also. Yeah. Um, the other thing that may be a little bit, te- not tedious, but they, there's like little missiony kind of things where you're like, oh, look, like tr- eavesdrop on this conversation yeah. to like figure out what's going on. Like, I mean, it doesn't feel mm. tedious, but That's it fun. is like you're you're yeah. like having to do sort of like mundane kind of things. Because right. that, that could be make or break for me with this game of the, the random encounters. So I will I will keep asking you that. Okay. Yeah. I think it's so good. Good. I'm like I'm in love with this game. Wonderful. And Joker. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm into him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, who is this character? Like when I when know. I like was doing the whole right. Smash thing, I was like, I don't care about this. Then I didn't play this game. I had no idea, but now I get it. Steal your heart. He stole my heart. <laughs> stole my heart, Joker. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. 
Okay. Outstanding. Anyways. Um, it's a lot of games we've been playing. Wow. Oh, good. <clears throat> Go us. Uh, on to the news. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got... We got oh, a, we got back-to-back -back Witcher We got a good Witcher story, we got a bad Witcher story, well, and we got some God War news. Uh, so the good news for Witcher is they announced a remake of the original Witcher game. Uh, I don't know why they didn't just announce this when they did so that whole thing. So you only played Witcher 2. I played Witcher 2 and 3. 2 and 3, This okay. one I have not played ah, at all. Okay. So I am curious about this. I, I had heard from people like, yeah, this was good in the moment, but it is really feeling dated. So oh. might be a good idea. But you played two and three without playing the first one and not feeling like you needed to play the first one. No. Oh. Witcher, I mean, Witcher 3 especially does a great job of starting you off in this world. You should okay. really play that. I know. After you beat 200 hours of Persona, Persona 5. And play, play God of War. Play, three, I'll play, play 300, 300 hours of Witcher. of Witcher 3. I'll get right on that. No sweat. We'll switch. You can oh, play okay. Persona and I'll play Witcher. Okay. Um... They said they are using Unreal Engine 5. No surprise, they're using yeah. that for all these games coming up, it seems. It's made mm -hmm. by this developer, Fool's Theory, which I had not heard of, but I guess they're also based in Poland and have a lot of ex-CD Projekt people, so it kind of, yeah. seems kind of like an extension of their, their right, team. Right, right, exactly. And there is no release date. They kind of hinted that it might be a while, be a while so... All right. I mean, there's a lot of Witcher games. <laughs> yeah. There's that new trilogy they're doing. They're doing this. I mean, it's a big, it's a big franchise. It's huge. Yeah, right, so right. I can see why. But this is cool. I, I've yeah. always been curious about that game. Um, I'm kind of glad that these like class, more classic games like this and like Resident Evil Four. Yeah, are it, it, they're getting this kind of like remake treatment? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. It feels like it, it's easier if you missed it the first time. You could like jump on now again. Right. Which is kind of nice. And that and the first Witcher was only on PC too. That's so right. There was no yeah, way there was to play no way. You, I mean, if you were playing on a console only, yeah, yeah. it's tough. This next story, though, oh, this, this kind of ruined my weekend, honestly. This sucks. Henry Cavill departing the Witcher he Netflix show. He is so hot. <laughs> Why, Henry? Um, is it to build another computer? So let's go through. the. So he, they're, they're working on season three now. He will be in that. Starting in season four, though, <sighs> Liam Hemsworth. Not even the hot Hemsworth. I was like, couldn't they get the, like, we upgraded to an even more buff guy, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> well, he's four. He's that would be hilarious. Chris Hemsworth is really hot, yeah. too. Um, <laughs> That's so what he, I have to say about So he will stories. be Geralt in season four. Mm. I mean. Why, though? At this, I was like, you might as well just cancel the show. At that point, if you're, you're losing so him. You're so locked into that character now. After he was so good. seasons. He, yeah, it's like, I only can, I can only imagine him as Geralt. Like, I actually prefer him as the Witcher to the game's depiction of Geralt. Oh. Um, and it, I mean, he, he really, he really made that show. It's like, there's a lot of other good characters and good actors, but yeah. he was so, he was the defining factor of that show. Exactly. And I didn't even play any of the games. Right. So this was my first um, yeah. introduction into the Witcher universe. It was just. Was his character as Geralt. I mean, he. Uh, him playing the character of Geralt. It was just so like just the, why the rare moment of perfect casting, and and he seems so into the source material too, I know. and he was excited about it. Is it because of Superman? Well, okay, so so why is this happening? There's there's two things people are talking about. So there has been this big new push for the DC universe. Um, who cares? J James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy, he's like the new Kevin Feige for DC. Don't care about him either. This, this movie, uh, Black Adam, may have some cameo involved with it. 
that Superman's in. Okay. And, that, and then they just like said, like, yeah, we're going to make more Superman stuff and he's going to be in it. So that's quite possible. Maybe they said, you need to let this go because you need to focus on Superman. But maybe he doesn't want to do Superman. Maybe he wants to be Geralt. He seems into... I mean, maybe that's his problem. He's into too many things. Superman's lame, though. Superman's like such so a lame character. Oh, you could do everything? Yeah. And you're strong that's and like interesting. no one can right. get rid of you? Like, that's not fun. Yeah. Kryptonite is the only thing? Please. I mean, I'm sure no I'm sure being Superman like pays a lot more than being Geralt, but but what about when you look in the mirror? That's that's definitely a more interesting. What's gonna role. feed your soul? If I was him, I don't know. Who What's knows? What's gonna it? pay your your soul? I don't know. Huh? But then they were also there there's was, another other rumor that's like, oh, is he gonna be in Game of Thrones? Really? Did you hear that? I hadn't heard that. There was like a rumor that's like, oh, he's he's in the next season of Game of Thrones. Why can't you I, just do all this stuff? You don't need to clear eat your or schedule. Sleep. Whatever. You could build your next PC in a year. Um, so there was <laughs> also... painting the tiny figures and you'd be fine. There was this other conversation of there was an ex-writer um, who worked on The Witcher who said some of the other writers didn't really appreciate or even like the source material. <gasps> and... Oh, drama. Henry... I'm on a first name basis with, with Henry. Hank Miss, even. Miss, Mr. Cavill? Um, he, he did have some comments of like, yeah, I, I really want to make sure that season three is authentic and reverential to the source material. Yeah. People have been looking into that a lot of like, are these things connected? Mm. Was he upset with the direction of the show creatively? Oh. I don't know. It seems like it could be, but there's mm. there's not a lot of evidence to support that. Yeah, especially if he is like super into the source material and that's the yeah. reason why he's doing it. If they're right. like, let's take a big departure and make yeah. it like this other thing. Yeah, so I, I have a feeling we'll probably get an answer to this later. I don't know. Um, but it's just a bummer. It's such a huge bummer. He Liam is... Hemsworth, so he was in Hunger Games. What else has he done? Who cares? I mean, Geralt needs to be a little bit older. He needs to be he like a little rough like around the edges. More mature character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is like, I feel like he's like a like a teen star almost. I know he's Right, not, he's, he, yeah. It just. Know, it's got like a, it's got like a YA feel to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I will yeah. say season two of Witcher, I didn't like as much as season one. So I'm very curious. Oh, I, I mean, I'll watch season three. But that's probably it for me. I'll probably stop watching the show after that, which is a bummer because I really maybe watch one episode with Leon Helmsworth and see if it's good. Yeah, I mean, I I, I guess so. I shouldn't be so harsh on young Liam, but <laughs> anyway, though, so hot. Hey. <laughs> he's not. Oh, as look, hot. you he's got hot people. You got hot people coming into your life. You got hot people departing your life. So you got Joker, Henry. What's next? We don't know. The thing is, too is that Henry is not hot as Superman. Oh, really? Superman is, is not hot. What is it, the hair? No, I don't even like people with long hair. That's not my thing, but... Let's break it down. But Let's get like, super into this it's right like now. The, it's like the, the mystique, the aura. It's like the attitude. The voice? Yeah. Is it the voice? Oh, the voice is good. It's, the voice is amazing. You want it to be like... You just want is it that, the black like, eyes? Black... The, the, <laughs> they're distracting me. You, you need to have the bad boy attitude. I see. You want that, like, danger. That's He's, what a girl wants. Geralt is dangerous. I know. I mean, he'll kill you. That's <laughs> as dangerous as it gets. Superman's too clean, too yeah. like nice. Oh, boring. Who wants that? Come on now. Glasses. Oh, give me a uh, break. All right. This next story. Um, so, God of War has leaked. Sadly, uh, it seems like there have been some retailers that sold yeah. it early. Poor Corey Barlog has been like in despair. 
like well, he, he tweeting should... about like we're doing what we can, but so sad for him. There's, not, there's only so much we can do. Right, right. He just seems bummed out. And then they put out this, this statement basically saying like, "Hey, spoilers are out there. Look out. You know, once the game's out, please be respectful about posting spoilers." Mm-hmm. Um, they want to you know preserve that yeah like you know experience for players yeah it's very Nintendo y. <laughs> I'm 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 I don't usually care about spoilers like. I'm glad to be spoiled, but oh. I can understand why they're upset about this because it's, yeah. it's pretty early. Like, there's still weeks to go there's for this game. There's a long out. time to go, and <clears throat> yeah, I, I can. I mean, this this game really hinges on story. Yeah, especially because last game left on such a big cliffhanger too. Yeah. So this yeah. is like this this game is really like supposed to be a lot of explanation about what what the heck is happening. So like, I think if you if you do get spoiled, it will affect your experience with the game. Yeah, so, so it just sort of... You, I care about spoilers. I do not want to get spoiled. You just sort of feel the pain of the team you in do. all of these messages. You do. like, ah, we work so hard on this. Yeah, we're, and then that, it's sort of like you can see the finish line. Right. And then this thing happens. I don't know why they need to send it to retailers this early. Like, can't you send it a little bit later? Why can't these retailers Stamps.com get people? it together? I'll help you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Why can't these retailers get it together? It's just too hard. I mean, you got random people working in the back. Like, yeah. they I mean, that happens. To it's like that happened at Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, this would happen time. all the time. All too. the time. Yeah, we we would try and deal with these things, but there's literally nothing you can do once it's out in the wild. You cannot. You can't. You can't stop. control it. You cannot. Yeah. Stop. yeah. Um, interestingly, I did. I think we were both looking at, at some of the previews that came out. We don't have a copy, by no, the way. No, we don't. have We a just copy. have the Kratos X. We um, do. Yes. The previews were not. As overwhelmingly positive as I expected I them to be, I thought it was going to be like such a darling. But there was yeah. a, there was a couple of like previews that were like, it feels last gen. Yeah, or it's just like it's more of the same. It's more of the same. Yeah, yeah. I get that it's like a continuation of the same characters in the story, but I mean the trailers all looked really yeah impressive. I thought so. that was interesting because I I think most people were saying like, well, the game of the year is probably Elden Ring, but we're going to keep our mind open for this. Exactly. The only thing that can unseat it is and, God of War Ragnarok. But, I mean, I, I, like the feeling I, guess, I got from those previews was like, yeah, maybe it's an 8 out of 10. Have we seen the reviews yet? No. No. Reviews are not no, out No, they haven't yet. been okay. out yet. So, it's probably coming out in the, in a, in, I mean, I, th- in the next couple days. Those did not hurt my hype. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. No. Usually reviews don't matter too much to me unless it's like a brand, brand new game. Or unless it's like way off what you expected. Like That's if this true. gets like a 4, like, oh, <laughs> let's rethink this. It's not going to get a 4. No. That's just a hypothetical. Yeah. Obviously, this game is very high quality. Yeah, yeah. Seen. And it's a franchise that we love already, so yeah. it's going to take a lot to sway us the other way, obviously. But it is interesting, because usually these games just get glowing, you right. know, right. previews, reviews all around. Um, you never really even think about yeah. someone not absolutely loving it. Mm-hmm. So it, it is, it's kind of strange Yeah, there were even, like, some little things that you were saying. So that's the news. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to our questions from our Patreon community. Yes. I should say, in addition to all the questions that we do here in every episode of the podcast, we also do a weekly bonus Q and A yes. that is exclusive um, to Patreon, where we do about another dozen questions. Mm-hmm. Some um, of the questions are kind of spicy too. I was I was getting Q&A. them ready for this week. We got some spicy ones. It this may week. be the spiciest question we've got yet. Yeah, I, I think I know the question <laughs> you're referring to, and I'm kind of excited to talk about it because oh, it's boy. actually. This affected me personally. Somehow you know a lot about this. It affected me personally yes. in a way that I did not expect. Um, so anyways, join us on Patreon <laughs> on to, these to questions, hear though. the spicy questions. Uh, first one from Gartooth. So this is the question that we talked about up top. 
Krista, yes. what are your thoughts about the PS5's poor performance in the Japanese market? And also, do you think it will have any long-term effects for them?、Mm. There's been a lot of attention around how PS5 games are selling especially poorly at retail in Japan, with the Switch owning that entire market. In addition, there is the PS5 scalping situation there, with Japanese PS5s getting resold in other countries and not in the hands of customers. So the PS5 has had one of the strangest life cycles、yeah. to date, with it being announced in the pandemic. Launching then, in the pandemic, having this I mean, really crazy supply chain issues, bad supply chain issues. Yeah, yeah. That seem now to be evening out a little bit. Right. It seems like you can probably find yeah, them like, now. Like when they have them available online, it's not selling out immediately. Yeah, people have seen them in stores, and, and they're、stuff. starting to be、yeah. back at the top of like NPD charts. So、mm-hmm. there's there's just more of them out there, which、right. is great. That was definitely the major、right. issue for them, you know. But to this、year. point, I think it's been hard to get a read on like. How is this doing? There's so many caveats. Yeah, but I went. I just went back and I wrote down、um, the sales of all the PlayStation hardware in Japan, life to date.、Mm-hmm. So I'll just go run through those, and you can you can see a trend. PS One, twenty one million. PS Two, twenty three million. PS Three, ten million. PS Four, nine million. And so far, the PS Five has had two million.、Ooh. Two years in. That is rough.、Um, for comparison, the Switch so far is twenty six million. The 3DS is twenty four million. Let me add another layer to this: the PSP, twenty million. Oh, that was about the same time as the PS3.、Uh, the, In Japan, these are all Japan numbers. Okay. Yes, Vita, five million.、Mm. So, you know. I think people just assume like, oh, in Japan, everybody loves video games. Everybody's always playing video games, and they're always and they're, into the newest video games. And they're games. buying everything. Yeah, but for the, the last, you know, again, you can see such a big drop off from PS2 to PS3. Yeah, and there's a lot of factors for that. Japan's really been a handheld slash phone say, market. That market is so dependent on handheld gaming. And the way that you know, we, we, even when we worked with our Japanese counterparts, and the way that they did, they did marketing there, it was all around handheld stuff. Yeah. And in a way that was so like shocking for us at times that they would focus so heavily on it, but it totally makes sense because of that the kind of market they have. Right, right, and you know, you look at the Switch like really like nailing. What they needed to do for Japan of like oh it's a console but it's also a handheld,、mm-hmm. and you wonder about like the PSP you know they had this drop off of twenty million to five million with the Vita, yeah they really screwed that situation up they really did because yeah the PSP was a great system I really loved the, the PSP, and they had so much support for that system a lot of great first party support. The Vita was just such a strange system first of all from a hardware perspective. And Sony kind of didn't support it at all, right? And I think a lot of developers saw that message of like, well, if you're not going to support then this, why then, should why sh- then why、yeah. should I? Yeah, exactly. So Sony had this great foothold in the handheld market that they just let go, right? Also, around that time, the PS2 to PS3 transition, Sony became a much more Western focused、mm-hmm. company, yeah, than it was in the past. Like, think about the blockbuster games they have on. PlayStation nowadays. Yeah, it's very Western.、Focused. They don't really have like Japanese development. No,、Sony. they don't, which is really weird. And they seem very unbothered about it. And so they seem so focused on 
you know, the U.S. and Europe. And we would always hear from our Europe people, like, Europe is a PlayStation market. Yeah. Like, that's hard, so true. hardcore. All of Europe is, like, really down with Dedicated to yes. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And also, the Sony leadership is now based in Europe. Right. For, you know, for the, for the gaming side of things. It's not in Japan. So they seem fine to just, like... They, they, I think they are fine to let it go. It's just like a write-off for them of, like, eh, we're going to focus on these other bigger markets. The yeah. other two markets, I mean, they are bigger. Yeah. I mean, Japan is strategically important. It's not small. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can sell 20, you know, 20-something million consoles there... That's not as insignificant. Yeah. We also heard of, like, oh, they're diverting stock away from Japan so they can get it to the North America yeah. and Europe. So they just they just don't seem to want anything to do with it. Right. What's interesting, though, is they do still have the support of Japanese developers. The games are not exclusive anymore. Like, right. There's no, like, Metal Gear Solid 4 situation mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm only making this for PlayStation. Right, don't right. It? That was the most annoying thing. When, I worked, at, so, when I worked at Konami, uh, um, I worked on Metal Gear Solid 4. Every, everybody's like, is this coming to Xbox? Is this coming to Xbox? No, it's not. Please. <laughs> Stop. It's really not. Um, but now every game is just multi-platform. So, yeah. you know, poor Xbox keeps trying to make the Japanese market work. It's never going to work for And them. it never will. But, but I feel like they have a different perspective on it where... You know, we're not a Japanese company. We need to have this presence to entice these developers to make. Yeah. Because it, it stinks if you're making um, a game for a system that Doesn't, is non-existent is not in, your in your market at all. It's like, a bummer. And no one in your market plays your game right. on that console. Right. That sucks. So I feel like they have to keep trying and keep throwing money at it. Yeah, we'll see how much Just to be like, have. hey, look, we're, we're paying for this or, or we're working with this big developer. Yeah. It's more of a symbolic thing yeah, than an exactly. actual business money maker. Right. Like maybe one day it will pay back when there's relevancy right. for them in that market. But right now it's definitely for like the look, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I do wonder about this alternate history where like the Vita was a worthy successor to the PSP. The Vita people are going to come after me. Hey, I own a Vita. The numbers. Don't Look, lie. the numbers don't lie. Um, they don't lie. At but all. you do wonder, like, if they had found a way to continue the PSP line and have these two things coexisting, it could be a totally different story. There. Yeah, yeah. The the market share could have been way bigger, yeah. and they could have had something that's worthy to con- compete with the Nintendo stuff. Right which now, right. it's true. Like they pretty much own dominate that entire market. Yeah, so. and you know, when we are in Japan, we see this all the time. Like on a subway, people are either playing a Switch or they're playing something on their phone. Right. It's like people don't seem to spend as much time at home as they do, you know, you're commuting to work, you're yeah. working long hours, maybe you're going to a restaurant after that, and then you're mm-hmm. commuting back, and right. it's like, by the time you get home, home you're, going, you're just going to bed. Yeah. So just like the whole, like, lifestyle for that is, mm-hmm. is different. Totally. So... And even, like, when we were at, like, events and stuff, people were playing Switch, like, together, playing Splatoon on their Switch. Right. And it's, like, something that they do... Um, like, on the go versus it being something that, you know, you play online in your right. living room or something right. like that. So, I mean, again, on so many different levels, the Switch was such a smart idea by Nintendo. And I, yeah. th- I think they really care about the Japan market. Oh, yeah. Of course like, they, they do. They have huge pride of, like, yeah, we're dominating this thing. Yeah. It feels And they would them. always tell us, like, oh, we have 95% market share. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, well, great. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's true. You, you, you solved it. You figured it out. Yeah. You nailed no, it's it. true. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just interesting how the perception of Japan is this, like, everybody has every console, everybody loves every console. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's really not that's the case. That's not the case at all. And it's kind of sad when you think about it. It's like, that's what it was, and it's probably yeah. never going to go back 
that way. Like ever again. Like there's like a period of time where Japan was sort of the place that you go for like new technology. Right. And you, new tech trends or new yeah. gaming trends. Not really the case. And that's not really the case at all yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It is a little bit sad. Like you used to find so many random yeah. things, like in the Akihabara. Like even going, so going to Akihabara. Yeah, it's like it went from like a game center to just a general nerddom. Yeah, fandom place. Exactly. You know. Yeah, it totally changed. Yeah, and there's still. I mean, there are still game stores, but it's like, oh, there's game music and there's game merch. Um, there's just mm-hmm. not as all encompassing and not as like concentrated either. Right as before. Yeah. 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 It's so interesting. Um, there you go. So, yeah, there you go, Gartooth. Yeah. Um, next question is from Courtney. Were there ever slow days at the office when working at <laughs> Nintendo? With Nintendo being such a large company with so many concurrent projects and moving parts, it's hard to imagine the possibility of a lot of idle time. If there were lulls on certain days, were you able to enjoy the slower pace of work, or did you find that upper management would notice and try to delegate extra tasks to keep busy? It definitely had a cyclical nature the work at nintendo because we would have like a really busy you know summer with e3 and then august was a little bit of a breather and then we jump into like all the holiday stuff um and the beginning of the year was always kind of tough as you're like getting back to it but yeah there was a couple of there was definitely some times during the year we can look forward to a little bit of a breather i would say but they were never long no no because also like august it's like yeah there weren't a lot of things coming out but it was like we we're planning for the holidays yeah yeah that's true so we would always hear from people like oh, this isn't how it used to be you used to get a lot of a lot of days off let's kick up your feet and go, go fishing and go, go see a ball game you know um we never we never it's had like that. there might be like a series of like three slow days yeah but you also um like there was a lot of time to take like vacation and stuff well you could always i mean you just make time but it's like yeah. the story we were telling last week. That happened in August. I went on this vacation and really hung you out to dry. That's true. See? So there was a crazy See? big project. <laughs> there was a crazy big project to do. Yeah. So I would say, like, there really is not a lot of downtime comparatively. Yeah. It is. Definitely wasn't a lot of downtime. Yeah. But I would say, like, there was months, typically, that maybe you have a little bit of, you're not, like, traveling like crazy yeah. or doing <clears throat> I mean, you yeah, I mean, you could definitely predict the insanely busy months, like Shocktober. <laughs> which earned its name by being crazy. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there there was not a lot of trying to keep people busy because mostly people were, were just busy. busy or, on they own. were busy. There's not many, very many people working there either. <laughs> There's like a very lean team, right, as they right. say. Yeah. Captain Alex finally thought of a new question after listening to the Nintendo podcast. Krista, you mentioned that you were responsible for the creation of the Nintendo-inspired Instagram account and how it was intended to target women specifically. Besides the fact that women need more representation in the gaming space, were there any other reasons you felt so strongly about getting this channel approved and why you decided to focus on the DIY Nintendo artist community as opposed to female streamers? This channel is the first time I felt like Nintendo had a little soul and personality, so it's sad to hear they gave you so much pushback on it. Well, it's nice to hear that. Yeah, this was like something that we were thinking about for a really long time before it finally launched the year that... <laughs> the, my last year at Nintendo, and then I left. It really evolved over. I remember I had that in my original pitch for an original content team, but at that yeah. time it was a blog. Yeah. And in all the time that we were talking about it, blogs really went out of style. Exactly. And then it became more like a social channel right. that was the right way to reach this audience. Yeah. I think that the two things that we were thinking about for this is one, we were going to get a ton of new people 
into the Nintendo universe through Animal Crossing, um, yeah. which was going to be launching that same year that we launched the account. And we, we realized that across our channels, and we looked at all the analytics, obviously, yeah. and they were shockingly awful representation for women. Yeah. Um, that, you know, all of our other channels, we had like a pretty neutral voice, tone of voice. Right, right. And we would keep it pretty like, here's a game trailer. This game launches on this right. day. Like it's very generic. Um, and of course, looking at the, the data, it was like 78% men yeah. <laughs> on those channels. Yeah. And so there was like this this gap of like, well, now that we're going to get all these new people that are going to be playing Animal Crossing, um, you know, into the Nintendo universe, where are they going to go? Where are they going to feel like they have a safe place to talk about games, to share what they love? Um, it's certainly not on the current channels, because <laughs> if you do that, you'll probably get some some uh, some salty people right, right. Um, and maybe some very negative comments that make you feel uncomfortable to, mm -hmm. to share your thoughts. Um, so that was like the, the real like need, I think that we were trying to fill with Nintendo inspired. And the reason for, you know, focusing on like DIY and, and some of these other, you know, other things beyond like the, the actual, you know, act of playing a video game is like, for me personally, it's like I like to show my love for the stuff that I like in all different ways. Like just because, you know, um, I'm not playing a game all the time, like doesn't mean that I'm like not not showing, you know, that I love this brand. So like I love looking at people's fan art DIY. Like I love the fashion part of video games or any sort of like these kinds of things. And so like I wanted to like broaden the way that we talked about Nintendo with this new audience um and yeah I think I think that was a very deliberate thing to give the channel like some soul um because again like all of our other channels are pretty like straightforward and this was the first time that we were able to show like someone's personality or someone's talent that's not like I'm gonna play a game and that's I'm just gonna show you this gameplay that's it um so that was sort of the like the goal it was so hard to do it though um and it was like just fighting this battle every single day of like telling Japan, like, this is important. Here's why. Explaining why a woman would want to see this to this group of men. Oh my God. <laughs> There's been so many meetings where I, th I think I just like, I wanted to just get, I mean, eventually I quit. So I did give up, but I wanted to just, I wanted to give up because it was just impossible. I would go on this like long speech about like why this is important. I show all of this data. We also had like some very extensive research that Nintendo had done. Yeah. Like reinforcing every one of these claims. Yeah, exactly. It would literally be like a, this big chonky right. presentation with like data and numbers and insights. And and I would say it to this room of like men and they like they would just like look at me blankly. I don't and then, about that. And then like this is, this is an actual response that I got which this is the moment where I knew, like, I can't do this anymore. It was like, just let them dress up like models and hold a switch. Get some hot girls, dress them up, put some makeup on them, and it take care of itself. And just take a photo, and that's all you need to do, right? <laughs> and that that was the that was the moment. The hotter, the better. Yeah, <laughs> that was the moment. Sign me up. I'll be there for that photo shoot. <laughs> Bodhi research. <laughs> uh, 
But I was like, well, I can't do this anymore. See ya. Uh, but anyways, I'm glad I, I'm glad we got the channel off the ground before I left. <laughs> Self-awareness is a real struggle for some people. I know, I know, I know, I know. As I know. a woman, can you please explain why this matters at all? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there was like, a, there was also a stretch of time where someone was like, well, what, what do women want? Yeah. I'm like, well, as the only woman in this Be quiet, world, I need to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Do 16-year-old women want? I'm like, well, as a person that's been 16 at one point, I, I can tr try to tell you. No, I actually... No, I have a daughter. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. My 16-year-old daughter gives me a lot of guff about this and this. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> very interesting. That was very interesting. Stuff, yeah. Interesting, interesting stuff. Oh boy, the next question is from the wonderful Simon. Oh, I love Simon. Superstar Simon. How has the road for fame <gasps> been for you guys? Whoa. I think we can agree by this point you're some sort of Nintendo superstars, internet figures, and influencers. Woo! Wow. In quotes, though, influencers. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Uh, as Nintendo Minute was happening, did it ever start to have some sort of impact on you guys? The way you behaved or things you said? Were you ever worried about getting recognized or anything similar? Were there ever people at work that also wanted some kind of spotlight? I need to know the deets. <laughs> um, this was a kind of a slow ramp up, I think. Yes. So it wasn't like one day. It was like, oh, my life is totally different. Yeah. But definitely your life is different, you know, because, yeah, like when we were at Nintendo, I think we were both pretty careful about like what we shared on our social media channels and like we were pretty careful about that. I think we both stuff. knew like how what the implications would be before they happened. Yeah, exactly. Right. We were pretty aware of, like self-aware of that. Right. And we were, we were kind of preemptively careful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that part of it, you know, again, we were curated our lives, and our public, public lives in a way where it made it feel a little bit more... Um, like a little bit safer, you know, like there's definitely like a personal, people have personal lives right, and you right. are like put out there right. for, to keep your, you know, you want to keep some of that private and stuff like that. So we kind of preemptively, I think, did that, which I think was good for me. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I think it's good to kind of keep some line. Um, we definitely got recognized. Like we yeah. would go to, you know, definitely at like trade shows and stuff like that. We walked into the Nintendo store in New York and was like the first person that saw it was like, you've oh been, my God. You've been getting recognized a lot lately. What was the one you said you were at? You were at some, oh, you were at your vet. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I walked, I was walking down the street yeah. and someone said, I love your podcast. And I was like, this is awesome. So I, I don't mind at all. Like if someone, if you want to come say hi to me, like I am more than happy yes. to talk to you. Like Unless you have uh, a crypto scam, crypto scam that you want to sell us we don't on. Want to talk to we you. don't want to hear about that. Um, but you know, I love it when people come up and say hi and, and, and it makes me feel great that people are listening to right. the podcast and all that stuff. So and that's great. also like that, that was our mindset as well that we like knew is like. The interaction with the fans is the most important thing. And the, I actually really and like that. When part, we're in a so. position to like be with people, like that will always be the priority. Like I remember at E3s, like we would be going to do something in the booth and we would get stopped. And like sometimes the people we were with, were like, no, we need to go. We need like, to go. No, we it's don't like, need to go. Like, no, actually. Have, this is actually really important that, yeah. that these people have a positive interaction with us. And we want to. Right. Like I want to talk to you guys. Like right. I like you guys. And this exactly. is why we're doing this in the first place. So. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, I want this. Is, this is why we built this Patreon community is that yeah. we want to interact with you guys. Yeah. Um, so that part I really love. I think that's that's probably you know one of the reasons why we were able to do this for so long is like we didn't it didn't go to our heads or we didn't get weird about it like in yeah. the office because if no. we did people have been like. You need to stop doing this. I think so. Yeah. Because you're acting weird. You're acting like uh, that. That did yes. happen to some other people. We should say. Yikes! Um, that really did. The, the other sort of subset of like people that got recognized um, was probably I think you guys probably know this too, but they're from the Nintendo Treehouse. Yeah. Because they would do all the Treehouse, Treehouse lives. Live. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. so that was sort of the other, um, you know, group of people that were were really public mm-hmm. and would have to kind of be held to the same standard right. that we held ourselves to, yeah. which is like, don't be weird. <laughs> right. Don't be a jerk to mm-hmm. people in public and be careful with what you're posting on social because you're going to be, um, people are going to see you as like representation of Nintendo. Yeah, and more people are going to be seeking you out and want to yeah. know what yeah. what you're saying. Exactly. And you're, so. what you're saying is linked to what they think, you know, is right. happening inside Nintendo. So right. it's right. important. So, um, yeah, I think that was sort of the other side of people that um, also had like the same kind of spotlight. Yeah, was on that side. Yeah. Gulio, time to change it back to Frulio. Oh yeah, Halloween's over. Shocktober uh, has you ended. You mentioned how Nintendo can be a high pressure work environment, and I was wondering how often your colleagues were pushed to their breaking point. Oh yeah, was hustle culture the norm? Or did the company have things in place to prevent burnout? They sure didn't. Uh, it had basically nothing in place. You were the only. <laughs> Manager, the oh. only boss that ever, ever asked the question to like the HR team, like, what are the things you oh, have in place right. for employee mental health? No, <clears throat> no manager that we that I ever interacted with at Nintendo ever asked that question, which was shocking to me. And this is like during the pandemic when yeah. we were all going through a really hard time, and like. You you were like this is really important for like to our whole team like our whole like huge team like this is really important and you like went out of your way to like ask and then of course the HR people were like oh we don't have anything <laughs> <laughs> we have a pamphlet they, they had something they had a pamphlet but it was not easy to get at like what like what, what are the what, actual services what was this how can I get it yeah it, it was not obvious no, it, and it, it was kind of like cagey too yeah. the way that they told you it was like oh we have this like, like why, why do you want to know go to this hr page <laughs> right. and maybe click around on some of these links right, to see right. if you can find so like, like a lot of hr things like they probably it's felt like oh we got to have this but it was not like a focus point no. for anybody but it's like you know our team really needed it the most because we were working on social media and sometimes people are exposed to these terrible comments oh my gosh yeah all day long and it it can be hard it to can separate rate you like down. Are they, are these people mad at me, at me personally? Because I, you know, wrote this or I posted this. Like you can start to think that way. Totally. And like you feel really attached to the game that you're promoting right. and, and working on. And when you get like literally 24 hours of hate comments yeah. all day long, like it can it can like really affect you mentally. You yeah, know? we we definitely saw that happen from time to time. But yeah. I mean that was specific to our team, but right. just I mean in general, like there were a lot of people working really unhealthy schedules. A lot of people were pushed to their breaking point. Extreme. I mean, some people did break. Like, we saw that. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It was like, oh, where's, where's so-and-so? Well, they like, had to oh, go on leave. They're on, they're on a three-month leave now. They're on leave. Yeah. Like, what happened? This has happened multiple times to multiple people. Yeah. It's really sad. <clears throat> yeah. Really And sad. I mean, that's, that's kind of the trade-off of being this, like, lean, lean company. Right, right. Exactly. And there were a lot of times where we'd push back and be like, do we? They would always say, like, well, well. Tell us what we can stop doing. 
and it was like, okay, here's three things I want to stop doing. You can't you stop You can't stop doing this. You need to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. So it was we like. We had that exercise is like. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Uh, continue, start, continue, stop. Right. We did that like every four months. And we would make a list. It was like a spreadsheet. Make a yeah. list. All right. Like everyone would make the list because you're asking us to make the list. And then we make the list and then we literally go into the like incinerator. It's like, right. send me a list. I'm going to delete it. Yeah. Like, why did you ask them? <laughs> and it, but it was always like, well, you should, if there's something you can't do, you just tell us. So, well, it's like, uh, why'd you ask? You're not really being honest about this. Yeah. And it is crazy too. Like, you look at the amount of things that our team specifically was doing at the time we left that w- we were not doing at all like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like the whole, all the social media stuff did not mm-hmm. exist. Original content. Influencers did not exist. Original content did not exist. Yeah. Mobile, mobile games did not exist. All these mm-hmm. like, you know, licensed products, movies, yeah. theme parks yeah. did not exist. Yeah, that's and, so true. And the size of the team really didn't change. No. So it was just like, we'll just find a way to do all of your existing job. Mm-hmm. And we're layering all these crazy big yeah. things. When they it. promoted me four times, they never replaced those four people. Right. <laughs> So I just kept doing that job right, <laughs> for like right. a long time. I'm like, oh, this so, is not good. That's definitely like an unfortunate reality yeah. um, of it. And you, you really just had to look out for yourself. You did. And, and, and you pray for a manager Hopefully that you had a manager you. who was understanding and not yeah. doing, you know, wacky yeah. schedules themselves. There, there was a time where I did not report into you and I had a different boss and that was not <clears> great. I got to tell you. It, yeah. was, it was bad. It was bad. All right. Uh, uh, Handheld Gamer has the next question. Hello to both of you. I was curious to know if you guys were familiar with the Nintendo show 3D. Mm. It was a news video series that appeared for a few years during the early days of the 3DS eShop that talked about various game-related announcements and was fully viewable in 3D, also with some footage taken with the 3DS camera. Were you familiar with the host, Jessie Cantrell? I feel like I haven't seen her since this show back in the day. Here's a link to one of the episodes as well. Yeah. So this show was actually produced by the same team that produced Nintendo Week. Indeed. Yeah. This is a, the the producer, the head of this, was someone that we lovingly called Hollywood Son. <laughs> he is the best, by the way. Um, he's since now moved to Japan yeah. to work at, at um, Nintendo of Japan. So That's right. Good for Hollywood son. No longer Hollywood son. So I guess he's Tokyo son now, or or Kyo- it could still be Hollywood Kyoto son or no. something. But um, but yeah, after Nintendo uh, Nintendo Week, woo, not Nintendo Life, Nintendo Week ended. Um, they started producing this show. Yeah. And Jesse was very similar to Gary and Allison, where she was hired. Right. She was an actress. She was not a Nintendo employee. The show, obviously, as you can see, is scripted. Um, and it was very cool that they filmed this thing in 3D. Right. Um, but she would also come to events and do yeah, like E3 yeah. coverage. And so there's like E3 videos with Jesse. And yeah. Yeah, she's very really nice. I don't know exactly. I feel like this didn't have the longest lifespan. Yeah. I actually think I preferred this to Nintendo Week. I did Because too. it wasn't trying to be something that it was just like, here's the it's news. It's like really straightforward. Right, yeah. right. So yeah, that was that was an interesting little mm-hmm. little historical note yeah i think Nintendo um, content. they realized pretty f- soon that no one was using the 3d <laughs> yeah <laughs> on a 3ds there was stuff. also like a nintendo video yeah yeah which had that was another another thing short-lived short-lived thing yeah right, right. but hey you're experimental it's good <clears throat> yeah. yeah but yeah jesse um stuck around for a couple years doing that and also did like some event coverage yeah. for us but she I, I met her i worked with her a couple of times she was awesome yeah. very nice yeah. nice person All right, this next one's interesting. This is a response to an initial question about Iwata Asks, which we are not answering today, but we will later. 
The follow-up question is, what do you think of Nintendo resurrecting Awada Ask's uh. interviews in some capacity with Ask the Developer? Do you know if there's a direct correlation between the two, as in it's directly inspired by and a sequel slash successor to Awada Asks? Yeah, yeah. Well, you you really can't replace or have another Iwata ask. It was such a personal thing to yeah. Mr. Iwata. And this is one of those things, sort of like Nintendo Direct, and all of the all of the, the things that Mr. Iwata did, um, it was something that came from his heart. Like he really just like he's like, I want to do this. He was just curious. He just wanted, he wanted to, to ask. Know. Yeah. He want he like literally right. wanted to ask. Right. Um but he just like it wasn't like someone was like, oh we need like this marketing vehicle for you to talk to developers. It was just like, no, I just want to know. Um I think that's why all of those came off the way it did because it was like super authentic to his own yeah. actual curiosities. Um, so I think it's hard now for them to to do that again. You know? I mean, the, the style and the presentation of Ask the Developer is basically the same. Mm-hmm. The spirit is not the there. The spirit is not there because it's, be. it's just, you know, one of the random like PR team members there asking right. the questions right. and there's no back and forth. You never see who that person is. Yeah. Um, they don't have... The knowledge of development or the history that Mr. Awada does. Right. So <clears throat> I think it's good that they have at least something where they can get the word yeah. of the developers out there. Usually the developers are so locked away, you never the, hear they, from them. When they first started this, like the, the games they chose were so dry. Like they chose like Game Builder Garage or like Labo. And it's like, yeah. can we do this for like a Metroid or something? Something a little bit something more, more like fun. Energy that, to that it. That people yeah. are like looking forward to instead of like these games that are probably not selling well that we need to. Get back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've start, they've started to be more broad with yeah. those, but yeah, it'll never be the same. It won't. Here's my idea. Okay. I, again, this is in the countless genius ideas that I pitched, and people just like yeah, laughed. Yeah, and- shut up. <laughs> we need an Awada asks coffee table book, a oh. large, very nice hardbound book that has all of the quotes. interviews in them, all yeah, of them. That'd be great. There is probably no limit to how much I would pay for this. That's amazing. They should make they can make they can make yeah. some money off and again, that. Again, people just like stop coming to us with these ideas. Okay, here's my idea. Uh-huh. Instead of a coffee table book with of water ass, you get a hot girl with a <laughs> You get a lot of makeup. You got a lot of makeup and a hot girl. And a bayonetta costume. And she can hold the switch. And then a man can take her oh. photo. Wow. And we'll put that in a book. Well, that sounds good. How much would you pay for that? I mean, that book might exist, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so you start with the hot girl, you see, good, and then good, you get good. the switch. Okay. Okay? I'm listening. All right. Yeah. Great. Interesting. Perfect. Again, I'll be at the photo shoot. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Alejandro has our next... Actually, our next two questions are about food. Oh, I love food. Uh, from Ale Alejandro. Sorry if this has already been asked. It has not. Hi, Kit and Krista. If you could have any one fictional gaming food, what would it be? Even though some of them look disgusting, <laughs> I've finally been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and some of those meals look low-key yummy. Hi, Key. I agree with Ali Alejandro that the food in Xenoblade uh, 3 look amazing. Yes. There's a soup that Mio makes. Uh-huh. Like, if they're supposed to drink it in the morning to, like, get their energy up, and... I really want to know oh. what's in the soup because it looks, it's like some, something that's a little bit red. So it looks kind of like it has like some good, you know. Red cabbage. Or like tomatoes. I don't know. Or paprika. Oh. Maybe it's like a goulash kind of situation. Right. So it looks, it looks really good. I, I would absolutely eat that. Um, all the food in Breath of the Wild looks good too. Um, my choice by a landslide is. Pokemon curry? No. 
the perfect cube of meat that you sear oh! in Super Mario Party. That meat does look good. I don't know what they did up to that. I was like, I need to eat this. And then they change its color. Yes, it's like searing it. And then like it's like perfect. The sizzle and you had to like. Yeah, flip it. Yeah. That's like wagyu. Man. That is like the Miyazaki. You never see a cube Hokkaido of meat. Hokkaido snow beef wagyu. I mean, if That's Japan, if Japan can have a cube of a melon, can I get not get a cube of steak? Can it not be like a skewer or something like a cube? I don't know. Might be hard to cook all the way through. I don't know, but that looks incredible. I'm getting hungry right now talking about it. It looks pretty good. You're mouth watering. I can just swallow. All right. Matthias.cs has the next question. Hey, Kit and Krista, I was watching an old Nintendo Minute episode where Kit had to eat dubious food. So I was wondering, what was that food? <laughs> Kit said that its dubiousness was even beyond the charts. Was Kit secretly given some food with mayonnaise as part of the punishment for losing the challenge? The challenge was searching locations in Breath of the Wild without using the map. Great video. Uh, it was not actually that dubious. Are we going to tell them what it is? Are we going to break the fourth wall? I think we can. Okay. Yeah. The food was sliced up apples and bananas with yogurt poured over it. So it looked really disgusting and then they pixelated it. Um, probably yeah. didn't, still didn't taste that great. I mean, it was fine. We were just making it from stuff we had available for free right. at the office. We needed something in the office. Yeah. There was another... We did something with a durian. Why did we have a durian? We had a durian... Why was there was a durian a in the office? But for what? It was for this video. Really? Yeah, I think the oh. thumbnail is you holding the durian. And then after that, we did crack. Somebody was like, oh, I know how to do this. Yeah. And then they came back with this plate of durian, which yeah. I tried and didn't like. You didn't really like the durian. No. The dur that wasn't the best durian. That's an acquired taste. I don't think we should have cracked it in the office because there's a strong <laughs> scent. Yeah. I like durian. I don't mind it. Um, I actually really enjoyed like a good durian, but um, I was like, oh, this is a this is shaky to crack this yeah, open in the yeah. office. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Gale <clears throat> is back with our next question. Hi, Kit and Krista. I was wondering if, despite it being unfortunate to see happen, do you think it's good for Nintendo or any company in general to lose or fail in a generation? Ooh. Losing and failing are two different things, as you could be second place and still have a strong performance. But what I'm getting at mostly is I find when a company underperforms in a generation, they tend to come back stronger. Paul Gale is on to something here. Mm -hmm. uh, th something to prove. There's this strange tendency in the games industry for the, quote, first place To be console last place. To then move into last place. Yeah. Um, Wii to Wii U, but then back on top with the Switch. Yeah. Um, PS2, PS3, PS4, on, we're back. Back, yeah. yeah. The boomerang effect. Right. This seems to happen a lot. Yeah. Um, like, original Xbox. Iffy. Xbox 360, great, sold it. Right, time. right, right. Um, so true. It's a thing called hubris <laughs> that exists, where <laughs> I don't know why it's like this. It's like all the effort and the the ways that you stretched yourself to make it a success. Yeah. Once it's a success, you're like, I don't need to do that anymore. Just rest of my laurels. We're good. We're gonna. This you know? thing's gonna sell itself. Yeah, that is yes. very dangerous. Mr. Wada would be like, never rest on your laurels. Well, we couldn't say success. Yeah. Because he didn't want that to happen. He'd seen this happen. He's seen it happen. Right. He's been around the block. My gosh. And he definitely knew what he was talking about. The other thing that I think is interesting is that, you know, especially at Nintendo, you do see, like, the iterative learning that happens during a failure and a success year. Like, yeah. do you think Switch could have happened without the gamepad? I don't know. Like, right. there's a te technological Absolutely. iteration. You see that in games, that too. You, you see that in games, yeah. too. It's like, let's test this thing. Let's pick up the thing that, out of this failure, 
this garbage fire. We'll pick out the one thing that right. is like not burnt or crisp. Right. And we'll just concentrate on that. Like, I think that's okay. You know, that's how you get like new products and like new ideas. So it's okay. Like yeah. if you can come back from it and you learn from it, like I think it's, it's a good thing. The, the best example of this is probably the $600 PS3, where they were like, you'll just get a, you'll just get a second job so you can pay for it. And they're like, uh, like no. That is like the all time example, and I I have worried that like the new Sony regime is falling back into that a little yeah. bit. But what's interesting is this generation. There's no like big loser. Like they're no. all they're all doing we pretty good. We have all three, and I can I can yeah. attest to say that, like I use them all for kind of different things, and right. I play games pretty equally on yeah. all three, and but, I like having the option. Yeah, but there is yeah. no like. Xbox One or Dreamcast, where it's like, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a skip. A, that's a far last place. Yeah, you're a skip. Like, they're all, like, it's nice for the first time in a while. They're all doing really well. I hope well. that it stays this way, but I know it won't. Somebody's going to slip up. Yeah. But and that's we'll the thing. Like, we'll be here when it, they do. It doesn't have, I mean, you don't, <laughs> these, are, these are not mistakes that you have to make. No, it's like, not. If you but stay, you're gonna. If you stay hungry, you can keep it going. And, and you're going to make it. So... So to answer Paul's question, I, I don't think it's good because you can avoid making these mistakes. Yeah. Or you can learn them the hard way. Yeah. Either way, you're going to learn. <laughs> you're going to learn. The professor is here to tell you. Stop smiling. <laughs> Give you a stern look. <laughs> oh, boy. This next question from Robot Penguin is great. Are you guys ever going to start cussing in your episodes or videos? Oh. Or do you guys prefer to keep language PG? This is a family-friendly podcast. <clears throat> so, yeah, we have to keep it PG. Um. You know, we're, PG-13, okay. we're carrying over a lot of our Nintendo Minute fans where I think that was very important to them that there was something that was appropriate for everybody. There's like, if you go down the podcast charts, I mean, we're very high up there, but if you keep going, oh, we are. Um, there are not a lot of podcasts where there's not just rampant swearing. Yeah, um, it's true. Or on, or on YouTube, you know, which is videos in general. Yeah. It can be hard to find. So that, that does feel like... A valuable niche to have yeah. out there. You don't have to swear to get your point across anyway. So. Right. It's like, what would that actually get us? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, nothing. And it might... Like, we we met at PAX, the wonderful um, Aaron Burgundy, who came up with his, his family. His entire family. And his, like, young children. He was like so sweet, by we, the way. We all listened to this together. Yeah. So if you went off on an expletive-laden rant, I don't want to... I wouldn't want to get that sad email from Aaron Burgundy, like, you've ruined my... Uh, like my family's these kids are dropping bombs everywhere like that would be terrible <laughs> I would never do that to you Aaron Burgundy I'm, I would never I would never. feel terrible about that I would feel bad the one thing that I we have toyed around toyed mimosas. with I mean I had some mimosas this weekend um, I thought you were going to say this morning <laughs> Right before we started, I downed some emotions. I need something stronger than that with you around, God. Um, no, I, the one thing that we have talked about is doing like an after dark kind of right. episode. Which, so there there are like, sometimes there's like more mature games, like Persona 5, for example, is an example. Until Dawn. We, we had to edit out all the swear we, words. We had a big conversation about this because there, yeah. there are some scenes I was like, this is not for everybody. No, no, that game's rated M. Yeah. And there was a lot of swearing and a lot of scenes that we basically yeah. did edit it, it, out. At first it was like, well, let's just edit out the really bad, like in your face stuff. Yeah. And then it just became like, well, we've gone this far. It's only like two or three It's more. not like impeding yeah. the gameplay. Right, right. We just take it all out. Yeah. But if we were to specifically do like an after dark mature episode like we 
would play a game like that or right. something and not edit it, you know, right. or we would talk about more mature themes. Right. But, um, you know, what would, when we were on Nintendo, he made a good point he about that. Point. Like, if, yeah. it's like, if you're doing that for the first time, then that gets clipped and that gets shared and that becomes like a whole thing out yeah. of contact. Exactly. It's like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So maybe just for the Patreon people then, mm. if you guys want it. Aaron Burgundy though. He cannot, he can come, but the kids can't. <laughs> you tell us what you guys want us to do. Okay? <laughs> Our very last question is from VGM Life. Almost 10 years ago now, I was at the Wii U launch event at the Nintendo store in, in New York, and I was wondering if you had anything to do with that. My wife and I still sometimes mention the parade of people in me costumes, which was dorky in a cute way. Which of you is responsible for this memory of ours? Do not say anything. I know. This is a tease. I really want to. Because... Because really the 10 year anniversary of the Wii U is mere weeks away. I know. It's and coming. we have been planning some stuff around that, which is going to be outstanding. Yeah, I can't believe it's been um, 10 years. It's incredible. So that's just a little tease. Yeah. VGM Life. We're on the same wavelength. We're on the same wavelength. We got yes. you. I got some I got some stuff for you about those me heads. We got Gosh. some stuff. Dorky in a cute way. It's you. Hey! <laughs> That's mean. It's a compliment. <laughs> Your head is a me head. I, there, that was not my head. No. No. There we go. All right. Superstars. Superstars. We love you. Here we go. All right. Aaron Hash. Ben Acorn. Maru Mayhem. Eigenverse. From Raul with love. Jordan Collette. Kiss my flapjack. Mike Chin. Mr. Rogers. Paul Gale Network. Rain Tech. Roy Eschke. Simon Barrera. Switching it up. Underscore. Safazon. The Shark Among Men. VGM Life. Link, the Hero of Winds. Angela Bycroft. And her pig Molly. And Turbocharged Nerd. Vroom, 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 vroom. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to switch off on this Maru Mayhem. Maru Mayhem. <laughs> we got to switch. Okay, we'll switch. I want to hear how you say it because I can't tell. Great, I will. Okay. One up club graduation service. Here we go. The one and only. There he is. Hey, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Adam Edwards. Ajan Malari. Ale Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Andre NYH. Astro Dev. Bagel. Bookum Dano. Bruce Dash. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Cozy Tar. Captain Cinnamon Buns. Captain Alex. Sea Roper 17. Daniel Cold. Daniel Valencia. Doxon. Devin Does Stuff. Doodoo Face. Douglas Chomix. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Emma, Emma Scott. Espars 50. Israto. Fairbound. Fred Rossi. Gar. Garrett Holfish. Ian Shea. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. Jackie Z. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jesse, Jeffrey Hernandez. Jesse Hernandez. Jim Wakelin. John Responte. Jordan Hemmerley. Joseph DeHaze. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Just Camtro. Kai Comercio. Kawa2796. Kelp Shake. Kevin Delane. K Madman TV. Christorati Kid. Christopia Party with me. Kyle Gamer Barry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Kyle LaBeouf. Kyler Nelson. Linnell Stickman. Lego My Frogo. Lit. Lucas Pico. Mad Dog5981. Malfarink. Mamu. Marky Man64. Matthew Rewald. Mecha Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Cravens. Mikey. Mr. Andy Pong. Murph. My Tran. Nasir. 
Nathan Burkhart. Panda Buns. Piano Psychopath. Prince Charmless. P.S. Wee. Quinn Hardigan. Raver. Ray Charon. Reed031. Ryuji Utsuhao Okuu. Renee Rivers. R.J. Kern. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Oh. Oh, you had a last minute addition. Who is it? It's Ronald Rosario. Yes. And then Rocks. Rocks. Ryan Hayes521. Rianetta. Sam Newland. Sharif Jackson. Sheer Cold Vanille. Shinryu. Slowbro. Schmiggles. Silly Ferret. Spicy Munchkin. Steel Citron. Thomas Alvarez. Troopage. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tyler Geist. Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. Wicked Davey. Will Ernst. Will Johnson. Zudiver. Zelgaroth. And Zroid. Wow. So you're making these down to the second changes to we these. We are making them down to the yes. minute. Yes. This 10-year-old iPad cannot keep up. <laughs> You're like looking Come at on. it like this. You can do it. Oh, we got some new ones in here. I yeah. love to see it. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. We so appreciate it. All right. Speaking of which, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Kit and Krista. Get on board for as low as $2. Bonus Q&As yeah. are spicy this week especially. We're going to be talking about something. I kind of <laughs> don't want to talk about it. We have to. We have to. Fine. Um, yes. Please join us. It's very fun. Don't forget to follow us on our other social channels. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, YouTube. Hello? What? You're supposed to say, don't forget to give our... Oh, if you're listening on audio, please give us a five-star review. And leave a comment. Leave a comment. Please. But first start with a five-star review. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we're going to wrap it up for today, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.